From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Welcome to, to episode something. This is Kim and Cut Stay Alive. Maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. And we are going to tell you uh, a horror movie in its entirety, spoilers and all, and you can play along to see if you will stay alive in it with Kim. Mohaha. <laughs> <laughs> That was the most lackluster <laughs> villain laugh I've ever heard in my life, and I will be writing it into a script. <laughs> a lackluster villain. Mwahaha. <laughs> you know. A villain who's over it. <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. I'm ready to take over the world. Uh, shall Mwahaha. we have... <laughs> shall we have a 10.30 a.m. shot of whiskey? Please. Great. This is how we roll to us. China holds out. Tits up. <laughs> that gave me full body shivers. I liked it. It was great. All right. So I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Just okay. I'm feeling a little blue. I can tell. I know. Tell. You can tell. It's hard for me to not do it. I know. Well, I also <laughs> think we just live in inside each other's brains for sure so i'm just sort of set up in there going why did she paint the place blue 
today. Yeah. Well, I'm actually in a little bit of a chipper mood today. Oh, so great. maybe we'll switch places. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? No, you can just come stay over in no, my brain. I'm saying you be the chipper one and I'll be the blue one. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought you were just like, you. you. No, <laughs> I'm not saying give me your chipper. I'm like, no, no, keep it. Have um, fun. Well, let's Enjoy just hang it. out in my brain this morning. Um, no, but I'm excited to. It, there's no real reason, which is also a girl. I get a it. thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's um losing my brain because I stopped. Uh, I decided to be just friends with just anyone that I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, but the like singer guy and like I I think I'm having like low key breakup feelings. Oh, low key. Well, that makes which sense. is why I'm not like dead inside. Sure, sure. But like because I also like wasn't a. I knew the whole time wasn't going right. anywhere, but you're still like, I don't know, spending time with someone. And then I started looking on apps again, and that can be depressing. You guys know. Uh, Everyone feels it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, so, it's also just like disruption to your expectations and routine. Like, I yeah. think that like any time that that happens, it's just you just feel a little bit of an absence. Yeah, it's truly an absence. It's just like a an, an overall loneliness. Yeah. I get it. Which is why today I was like, well, I'm really excited to go hang out with all my friends today. Yeah. All all of oh, our Sammies, Sammies and me. And Ketrin. Well, I but totally get Sammies. that. The, uh, sure. No, me, honestly, I mean, me Ketrin's too. I mean, Ketrin's here too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. I love you. But didn't, I think it was either you, I think it was the last time we recorded, I was like, just FYI, I had like kind of a blue morning and I didn't, I didn't know why. Yeah. Either. Like, I think that that's okay to remember that sometimes. Yeah, it just blew. Mm-hmm. And I think it's better for people, like, the more people can just, like, say that out loud. And so other people then feel like, oh, it's okay for me to just have a down day. Yeah. And nobody has to be weird about it. So, like, let's all just tell people when we've painted our brains blue yeah, my for a, a little blue today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even, like, last week at work one day, like, I was just like, I'm feeling really sensitive today. Said, I just said that to like one of the other like my coworkers. I love that you, you know? said that. For I forget what the re- what we were even talking about or anything that was going on. I was just like, I'm just feeling really sensitive today. Oh, which I, love I was that. like, I was like, if someone upsets me, I will cry. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happened. A very that was more sp- sorry specific to PMS, but right, right, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that very similar conversation happened when I went back to uh filling in in my old position at my job Mm -hmm. where like there were new people there that hadn't that I knew pretty well by this point but hadn't been there when I was the boss basically right and some people that had been there when I was the boss and I felt myself getting really agitated where I get very snippy because it's like I'm agitated and there's like fires to put out all the time. So I get very like snippy. And so I like said to the new people, I was like, just so you know, I'm feeling a little agitated and frustrated right now. So like if I snap at you, please don't take it personally. I think that's good jobs. Good jobs us. But what's so funny is the people that had been there before, they were like, why didn't we ever get those comments? (laughs) You're like, look, I'm growing, bitch. I was also like, I was also like, because the only words coming out of my mouth at that time would have just been me telling you that I was in a bad mood. So (laughs) I had to like say other things. You're just like, I'm in a bad, we know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, now there's like a little bit of variety in my mood. So I feel like I need to tell people. Yeah. I think when you just give people the expectations. 
you set the expectation or let them know it also makes you feel better because you're like oh i don't have to like pretend right now exactly it's so great what if the world did that i know like what if that's why i want my business i've been feeling the need for my business that i don't want to share because i don't want you to steal it right though i did tell eric about it and he was like that sounds like a great idea yay like i've literally been like can i have it now to go use it myself right now like this whole week i was like can i just can i have it? it that's amazing which is a good thing well i had this will segue into the movie that I did, but I'm having a little bit of a resurgence in like remembering why I love acting. Oh, good. Because I feel like one, it's, I feel like I fucking say this all the time, but it like, it's pertinent to what I'm talking about. It's been a, it's been a rough few years. So like my focus has not, I've, I haven't really had the option. Life has forced you to focus on life. On life. Yeah. (laughs) And then also, like, the podcast is performing, but it's not acting. Right. And so that part of me was just kind of, like, asleep for a little while. Right. And it woke up. Ooh. And I'm so grateful to the people that happened to wake it up. And the people that woke it up are what led me to this movie, which also led to a very important learning experience okay i'm intrigued so are you ready yeah i'm so ready i am a huge neil gaiman fan the books that he writes right i have been super excited for good omens which is i don't know like how okay so it's basically like the ancient story of good and evil told through like modern eyes like it's a it's like a biblical story of the end of days but it takes place in modern Today. times. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And it's all of what I like. Remember when we were like laying in bed the other day and I was like, why do I love these reimaginings of Disney princesses? Oh, right, yeah. So I realized what it is. I love reimaginings of old archetypes. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love that. And so basically, Good Omens is that. So it's it's things like, you know, Satan or the angel Gabriel or whatever, but it's like reimagined in this new way. And so it's like right up my alley. Yeah. Then on top of it, the two stars are two of my most favorite fucking actors of all time. Yeah. I only know who's the, who are they? I know one of them, but I can't think of the other. Michael Sheen. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Who I was first introduced to because he's on 30 Rock and has like this hilarious little few episodes. Okay. uh, Where he plays one of Liz Lemon's uh, boyfriends that she hates. Okay. (laughs) So it's (laughs) just like the fucking best. He's just the best. He's so funny. So I was introduced to him as like a a comedic character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I've seen him in other little things. Then he started dating Sarah Silverman, which I just like loved. And they were in a relationship for four years. And then they ended up breaking up. This is devastating, but also incredibly admirable. He's from Wales. Mm -hmm. So Brexit happened to him and Trump happened to us. Right. He and Sarah were dating while this happened. And both of them were like, we have work to do. So Sarah started her I Love You America TV show. Right. And Michael Sheen was like, the UK needs my help. Like, I need to be, like, making sure that people know what a horrible mistake they've made right. with Brexit. Well, that means they're now living in two different countries. Mm-hmm. And so, like, their relationship actually ended because of political strife in each of their countries that they felt responsible 
for like speaking out. Yeah. So I was like, that's really sad, but also incredibly admirable. Then the devil or not the devil. He's a demon is played by David Tennant. Oh, oh, I love him. I could watch him read the phone book, Kim. Like he makes me cry. Shaun of the Dead, right? I believe so, but I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead in so long. Um, If I know him, if he's in that, but maybe I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Are you thinking of Simon Pegg? Oh, I am thinking of Simon Pegg. I don't think he's not. Yeah, I don't. Oh, are they the same person in my brain? Yeah, and I don't know that. I would be surprised if you actually knew a ton of Michael Sheen's work. No, I know some. There's something well, that see. I love yeah. him in. So David Go Tennant on. was actually introduced to me by Anya because she was like, "Why do you not watch Doctor Who?" To me, yeah, that is surprising. And she was like, "Don't bother with." Oh, who? he's in uh, the fucking Showtime show, um, Masters of Sex. Oh, right. Yes, duh. Which you watch, but I don't. Yeah. And she was like, don't bother watching any Doctor Who other than the David Tennant season. I didn't just because of time and things like that. But I saw him in the first season of Jessica Jones. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you're every like you're everything I want to be. Like, I could just watch you do anything. And then I watched him in Broadchurch. Broadchurch, Yeah, that's why I love him. So I I have a point to all of this. So I please got to, I know I'd I'm love to hear it. a monster. Uh, <laughs> so I watched all of Good Omens with Eric and it's like, is it like the best show on TV? No, but it's also like Michael Sheen and David Tennant just talking to each other right. the whole time. And it's the reimagining of old archetypes. So I was just like, I'm here for it. I'm charmed. I'm the audience. I love this. It was just everything that I wanted. Cut to we're also binging a show Legion. Because we saw that season three is coming out and we were like, oh, fuck, we're way behind. So we started watching season one. Mind blown. Love it. Amazing. Aubrey Plaza is a national treasure. And then Dan Stevens, who is cousin Matthew in Downton Abbey, is Legion. Okay. And he's fucking amazing as well. This show is completely mind-blowingly awesome and has one of the scariest monsters I've ever seen. I don't know what Legion is. I know Eric said the description in the car while we were all in it the other day, but I wasn't listening. <laughs> well, uh, sure you weren't. Uh, why would you have been? So, Sorry, Eric. <laughs> he's used to it. He's married to me, Kim. I mean, honestly. Basically, what it is is like it's a shoot off of like the X-Men universe. Right. It's in the comics. It's Professor Xavier's son. So he has oh, like okay. extreme telepathic abilities, but we're not at that part yet. I think I heard it go in that direction. And, and that's you were like, where I was like, snooze. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I was like, cool, cool, cool. I, I feel like Eric is immediately just like, but they're so good when you watch them. I'm like, no, 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 no. I get I it. I get it. Like, I've watched some of any of the things and I like it when I watch it, but it's never going to be it's the thing the, I choose. Right, exactly. There's so much out there. It's just never the top of my list. I if hear you, you put it in front of my face, I like it I at that you. moment. But yeah. like, I don't care. So this one I might actually like put in a second vote for you to watch because acting wise, it's really impressive. And it has the scariest monster I've ever seen Mm -hmm. to the point where I had a full blown childhood experience where I got up to deal with the cats and I had to run back (laughs) into the bedroom because I saw the monster. (laughs) Remember? What was that movie? Oh, my God. It was like like Pulse or something. something. (laughs) Or was it The Descent? Oh, maybe it was. I don't know what it was where I ran away from the TV. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? 
this you was like, like 10 years ago we were watching a horror movie yeah. together i don't know why it's like the funniest moment it was like it's because you, i got up to do something else and yeah. then but that put me closer to the tv yeah. and then a monster jumped out and i like ran and jumped she on took the like one and a half steps off the couch and was like <laughs> and ran back to the couch it was one of my favorite moments of your life so thank you so that's what i did but then i am a monster and i woke eric up and i was like i just had it i just had a nightmare while i was awake and i need you to hold me uh, he was like i hate you but anyway terrifying monster so the way that i picked my next two movies i googled what horror movies are dan stevens michael sheen and david tennant in okay and i found two wow yeah they're all in them together no not together separate, okay. yeah so i watched this one first but Who's here's Dan Stevens again? Cousin Matthew. Cousin Matthew and, Matthew and Downton Abbey. Okay. The super hot one that Mary marries right. and then okay. he right. Spoiler alert, dies. Because he wanted I to do so. other projects like Legion. <laughs> <laughs> so but here's where my learning experience comes in. And we are not in the business, if you're a new Sammy, we are not in the business of like judging movies. Making movies is really hard, you guys. I get it. Even like the worst movies out there. Somebody still had to work really, really hard to make. Okay. And also, just because David Tennant is in your movie doesn't oh boy. mean it's a good oh movie. <laughs> so, like, that was my learning experience. Kedrin, how do we... So, Kedrin and I don't tell each other what movies we're doing. Yeah. We, like, tend to record two at a time. Yeah. Or we Which try means, to. like, one of us tells one story. Or one and... Yeah. Like, in an entire day. But in general, we almost always line up in some weird way. It's so funny. Oh, my God. So are you about to tell me that the episode that you're going to record lines up in a weird it's way? Oh, my God. I can't wait. doozy. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> so the only reason that I'm telling you it's bad, because the one good thing about this is because we're telling the story to each other, we tend to make movies that we don't even like sound better to the For other sure. person. Yeah. I feel the need to tell you that there was some problems in this movie <laughs> because i think it's going oh to like god we're gonna same we're so living funny. the same life that's so great because i feel like it's gonna you're i'm gonna tell you things and you're gonna go why did you tell me that or like what okay how does this apply to the story and i'm gonna have to say i don't know oh, okay minor different kinds of problems but okay. sure 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 last week we did creepy kids and yeah. now we're doing bad movies <laughs> i feel terrible because like here's the thing david tennant I respect him even more now because he is good enough that I feel like he could have been like, this script is awful. I'm out. And he didn't. It's confusing why he didn't. But well, as Eric said, when I was like, why is David Tennant doing this movie? And he goes, a paycheck's a paycheck. (laughs) And I was like, that's that's true. Like, I mean, when was it made? It's very recent, like 2000, like 2016. That doesn't make sense. Something. That doesn't play out. Because I'm sorry, but like when you're making fucking Doctor Who money, right? You don't need a paycheck. Like well, you're that, good. That's kind of what I was. Like when you're making about. Um, just like what's the word for uh, uh, income? Uh, um, uh, residuals. The residual. Yeah. Now here's the only thing: is like, is he kind of a Samuel L. Jackson type of person? Where like Samuel L. Jackson, he talks about like his that he'll do any movie that 
like because people make fun of him for doing things like snakes on a plane right, right, right. and his, or commercials and his response is he's like my father went to like a factory every single yeah. day he's like this and is that, my job that's my job and sometimes you don't like your job hmm. but it's what you do interesting yeah and so i was like maybe he's a samuel L. jackson kind maybe. of actor i'm intrigued yeah so this movie is called bad samaritan okay and David Tennant is in it. And, and it's from the 2000 teens. Yes, 2000 teens. It is also directed by, and I am going to tag Paul Shear in a tweet about this as well, because it's directed by the same director who directed Geostorm! And if I had read that beforehand, I may have had a, <laughs> an idea into what I was embarking upon, but I didn't. So I'm excited. Oh. Are you, are you ready? Already. Yep. You, you honestly, you're going to get all the points. It's fine. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, you're right. I don't. Okay. So are you ready for dead or alive? Here's where I fail. <laughs> yeah. Here's where you lose. Dead or alive. Kale. Kale is alive and thriving. Sean. Boy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> A weird name to have to tell me it was a boy. I know there are girls named Sean, but like one of my coworkers is named Sean. Oh, like yeah. I was like, what a what a weird. Like, oh yeah, like it was my, definitely ninety nine percent. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Well, you know what? If it was girl Sean, I was gonna say alive, but boy Sean is dead. Okay, friend. I think his name is Derek, but I never call him Derek. Dead. Stepdad. Dead. Mom. Alive. Riley. Girl. Alive. Uh, girl. Uh, is girl a girl or a boy? <laughs> boy. I'm just oh, kidding. No, it's a girl. Interesting. <laughs> um, dead. FBI lady. Alive. And detective. Alive. Great. I felt like a lot. Only like nine. a lot of characters. It was only nine. You'll be fine. <sighs> All right. So I should have known this movie was going to be an issue because it opens with animal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite. Yep. It opens on, luckily it was shot choppily. So like you, it was not a continuous shot of me being able to see all of the abuse. It was like flashes of the abuse, if that makes sense. So I was kind of able to. Oh, like actual animal like abuse? Yes. Not just like, oh. No, like actual animal that abuse. That to me is much more upsetting. Than, no, this, it was. I mean, I don't want any animals to die. Okay, people. I know I sound like a monster <laughs> all the time because I'm always just like, Ketrin, calm down. Um, but I'm just like, things die. No, this this was actual ab- abuse. And yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that I don't like. So it opens on a little boy whipping a horse. He's, um, we learn later he's about 14, but you could tell that he was like a teenager, not like a toddler. And the horse is, <laughs> the horse is very, very upset and distressed mm. and being whipped and tied down so he can't get away. And there's a woman yelling for the boy to stop. Um, which he does not. Ooh. And then the boy pulls out a gun Ooh. and shoots the horse. What? It was a bummer. And I was like, can I tap out now? I mean, can you I? Have. But I knew David. But we t- all know now that you're also an animal murderer. I, of your own birds. Of my own birds. So 
I don't know that it was my turn to put the handkerchief. We, I put the handkerchief on the cage. We know that now about you. I can't get into this. Goodbye. So a hidden fact for our entire friendship. <laughs> I know. I still think about them. I told Eric about it. Sky and Jack. I don't think he knew either. Is that Sky why? and Jack? Yeah. What if you named them Rose and Jack and like didn't know? Didn't and then know. Titanic came out and you were like, <gasps> Oh god. Are those my birds? They are my birds. Okay. So next shot is the cityscapes of Portland. I was confused by the music cues several times because it sounded kind of like, so I'm watching a horror movie, right? But it sounded like I was watching the ending credits of Jurassic Park. That kind of triumphant, epic music. And I I was like, what? Sure. But it doesn't fit into every scenario. (laughs) So cityscapes of Portland. Then we go into a young man's sort of studio bedroom and he's printing out a photograph that he took and he looks at the printed version and he doesn't like the color. Like the color once it prints doesn't compare to like the color Mm -hmm. on his computer and he doesn't like it. So then he gets a knock on the door and it's this young woman and she says, hello, sir, do you have time for the Lord? Hmm. And he says, nope. And she says, oh, okay. Well, how about if I jump your bones? Whoa! And he's like, yes. It's his girlfriend. She's oh, okay. playing cute. games. That's cute. Yeah, it is cute. And so they're making out, and then he stops her. And he's like, you look so beautiful. Oh. And he grabs his camera, and he starts taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of shy, and he's like, he's like, I'm not taking, like, dirty pictures of you. It's just, like, the way the light is coming in. Like, you just look beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so she's being playful. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It, it doesn't. It do, it, don't the, worry. Someone's getting murdered. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And so she's, like, starting to get into it and gets playful. And at one point, she, like, flashes her boob. And then she's like, keep that for yourself. Like, don't show that to anyone. Mm -hmm. Don't put that in your portfolio. Don't show that to your friend. Like, don't. And he's like, I won't. And then uh, she's kind of, like, laying on the bed. And she is looking at his other photos that he's taken. And she finds a photo of an old man. He kind of looks like a homeless man that Sean kind of tricked into a smile. Not tricked, but like kind of caught a moment where he's smiling at the camera. Mm-hmm. And it's a great photo. And she's like, I love it. She's like, you should do this for your job. Mm. And he says, it'll kill my creativity working for corporate America. And she's like, you realize you're talking to a business major. And he's like, well, guess you'll have to support me. And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, red flag, get out of there. Like, he's basically <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want to make money doing what I love like and you'll realize why this is an issue in just a moment okay so they're all cutesy and she's like yeah I'll support you like I'll get my business degree and you can just take pictures of people so now the next scene he is at the trunk of his car like he's opened up the trunk of his car he's outside of a house and he opens it up and his trunk looks like a pawn shop Like, it's just a whole bunch of shit in there. And he starts, like, rooting around in things. And he finds a ring that's, like, a clotter ring with an emerald in it. Mm -hmm. And then he Mm -hmm. finds, like, a box, like, a little ring box, takes that ring out, puts the clotter ring inside. And then he walks up to the house that he's parked outside. We realize it's his parents' house. 
and it's his mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. The stepdad is outside teaching his younger brother how to chop wood. And uh, his mom comes out and she's like, oh my God, I'm so glad to see you. And he gives her the ring. Hmm. And the stepdad comes up and he's like, that looks expensive. And he's like, I got a deal. And he's like, interesting. Like, he's definitely mm-hmm. like, you got a deal on an emerald ring. I'm suspicious. And then he says, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about money and getting deals on things if you took my brother up on his offer for a job. And Sean is like, I don't want to photograph tacos and chicken wings. So basically, I guess it would be like the person that is like taking food advertisement. Right, right, right. And the stepdad is like, it's a job taking pictures. And Sean says, I don't want to wear a suit and piss into a cup every day. And I'm like. What do you think jobs are? <laughs> like, what jobs do you think require you to piss into a cup every day? <laughs> do you have to piss into a cup every day? I don't. I don't either. I So he. this is apparently what jobs mean to him, is wearing a suit. And but I guess he's saying if cups. I work in the corporate world, but you I have still, to wear a suit and get drug tested. Yeah, but you don't have to piss into a cup every day. They like tell you when they're going to test you for drugs <laughs> and it's usually like before they hire you. So it's like, just don't do drugs for a couple weeks and then do all the drugs you want. Once you get the job, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I heard. Survival guide. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically he is a photographer, but he's like, I don't, I want to like photograph because I love it. I don't want it to turn into like a job. Right. Yes. Okay. Which, which I get actually I my, too. my father who's like, one of the most talented carpenters that's ever lived. Agreed. I'm constantly like, you should make this for a living. And he's like, no, because I want to like it yep. still. Makes sense. You will understand my judgment of this in just a moment. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Because I'm, my father t- want, does that as a hobby, but then also has, ha- a, has job a job where he wears a suit R- yeah. and, and pisses into a cup every day. Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're in a parking garage with Sean and his friend, who I believe his name is Derek, but I think I just call him friend the whole time. And they are going over what appears to be a haul of stolen items from Uh-oh. someone's house. Here's where my judgment comes in. It appears Sean has stolen a Timex watch, a digital camera, and some stamps. Great. And his friend is like, a a Timex watch. And he's like, they're very reliable. Great. And he's like, and stamps. And he's like, stamps don't cost nothing. (laughs) And I was like, you're not wrong. wrong. No, I mean, how many times are you just like, why don't I have one stamp? Now he has stamps. I mean, not often, but sometimes. He's he's in a better situation than me (laughs) right now with that letter that I've been wanting to mail for a week. (laughs) So, and then he also shows him a picture of a gift card. And he's like, you take a picture. All you need is a picture of the barcode. You don't actually need the card. So then people don't know that their gift card was ta- was stolen and then they can't have the card canceled kind of thing, which I actually have heard before that gift cards are not always like a great 
gift because they're really easily stolen especially the ones when you go to the grocery store and there's like a Mm -hmm. rack of gift cards they're like don't ever give people those because people will literally just like take the barcode and use it and then you're giving someone a blank gift card interesting yeah so little another little tip so we learn that sean is like still pissed because they he's irish he has an irish accent Ooh, yeah he's he's pretty cute his accent's pretty cute. Uh, maybe if he was in a different movie, it would have stood out to me more. But, you know. Uh, Is he an actual Irish? I believe so. Yeah. Person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good figure. An actual, an actual Irish, Irish human being? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like uh, from the land of Ireland? I believe so. Ooh, I, mean. I believe so. Yeah. And he's pretty cute. Sean, he's, hey, what's up? He's pretty cute. So he's like still mad that his stepdad moved them to America to Portland for a construction job that only lasted two weeks and his friend is like that happened seven years ago get over it like (laughs) please get over it and his dad I feel you Sean okay (laughs) but like he's talking like his dad's like some sort of like or his stepdad's like some sort of like deadbeat and it's like right no he like lives in a really nice house and like clearly supports you and I think adopted you and like is a super cool step dad right from what I can see so get over it and so the friend is like I want to keep the digital camera and Sean's like, I'm the fucking photographer. Like, I want to keep the digital camera. And he's like, no way, man. I might have boobs on it. And then Sean says, <laughs> he's like, no, the lady was old. And that's gross. And I was like, that is very ageist. And the friend agrees with me because he says, old lady still got titties. <laughs> and I'm like, they do. They okay. still have titties. So now we see what their sort of day job is. And it is them as valets at a restaurant. But they don't appear to make enough money at the valet job because they have a little side business that goes along with it. So a family pulls up to the valet and they get out and uh, the woman like drops a bag of Cheerios and like Sean picks it up and and gives it to her. And he can tell that she's just like really overwhelmed by Mm -hmm. her kids and She's like, thank you so much. Please don't tell them that I'm like bringing Cheerios into the restaurant. He's like, I don't care. It's fine. So they go inside and the friend drives off in their car and Sean calls and he's like, don't do this to this family. Like they're a family. Please don't do this. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. Whatever. I'm sure they have insurance kind of thing. Like he's (laughs) like, no, I'm doing it. So basically what they do is they take the car and they know that nobody is at. I mean, they can kind of suspect that nobody is at the house so they drive (gasps) to the house by getting the address off of the The registration fuck yeah i know fuck i know right i'm like good damn i mean i don't have anything to say other than my cats i don't want like i seriously would be like take take whatever you want just like don't take my grandma's ashes my dad's jewelry box or my cats other otherwise whatever who cares I just invited everyone to come rob me. <laughs> um, so the friend is at the ha- at the house of these people, and he opens the garage door because he sees that there's like yeah. a little, that little buttony thing. Fuck! I know this is terrifying. I know, and this then is he- the most horrifying movie we've ever watched. I because know. Of this because I'm like, shit. Like, how do we? I've never thought about this before. Well, I one one thing we can do: we can keep our registration like in our wallet. 
Like we but cannot keep it in the car, but I won't. Well, you're going to get robbed We're, and I'm going to get robbed. But also, I feel like this is this is an argument for keeping your car looking like trash. I was like mine just does. going to say, do you catch her? And I was like, no offense. Nobody's no gonna. valet's getting in your car. No. And even considering coming to Absolutely your house. Absolutely not. And that's why I keep my car like a fucking bird toilet dumpster. Sure it is. Yeah. Sure it's it why. is. It's so I don't get robbed. Sure. It's a security measure. Drive around a dumpster and nobody's going to think you have anything to steal. So he puts gloves on his feet, which I thought was very smart. Like he gets out of the car in the garage yeah. and he puts like, you know, whatever the fuck on his feet. Yeah. Like the little crime scene booties. Yes. Thank you. And crime scene booties? Crime you know, scene Soups booties. Right They're all over fucking Moog. Moog magazine? Moog magazine. They're all over crime Moog scene magazine. Booty. And he goes in and he sees that there's an alarm, but they didn't fucking set it. And he's like, what's the point of having it? And I'm like, true. Like, what is the point of having an alarm if you don't set it? If you have an alarm, set your alarm. Then it cuts back to the family at the restaurant, back to the friend. The friend goes upstairs and he's looking around for stuff when all of a sudden giant barking Doberman. Ooh, Huge that's fucking, our alarm. Yeah, they're like, I did set my alarm, bitch. bitch. It's called feeding my dog. And the Doberman charges. So he runs down the stairs and he shuts the door to the kitchen. The fucking dog knows how to open the door. Oh, my God. So the dog opens the door and he's like, what, bitch? <laughs> and so he's like, fuck. And it chases him out. He makes it into the garage and he leaves. Whoa. So he I don't. Did he get to? I don't think he got to steal anything. He might have like grabbed one thing, but it was definitely not a successful run. So now they're back at the valet and uh, he's returned the car, obviously, family's none the wiser as far as he knows and it's a super slow night like they're like fuck like this is nobody is coming to the fucking restaurant when all of a sudden super fucking nice car drives up Mm -hmm. i'm sure people who know cars would know what it was right away but i needed somebody to tell me what it was because i didn't know what was it maserati Ooh, yeah fire and this fucking asshole douchebag gets out otherwise known as my boyfriend david David tenet Tenet. (laughs) and he's doing an american accent which was he did a great american accent but i'm so familiar with his voice yeah that i was like just have him not do an accent like you have your lead is irish with an irish accent right like just have him talk like he normally talks but he did a great he did a great job and he's on the phone, like, as he gets out and he, like, says to Sean, he's like, no one smoke near my car, especially you. You smell like a fucking drum circle. Whoa. <laughs> and then he's like, and don't park under any fucking trees. And friend is like, you have a beautiful car. And David Tennant goes, yeah, do I? Don't fucking touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Bro, you're getting robbed. Right? Motherfucker. Yeah. So. Kim. Hashtag immediate karma. Immediate karma. So Kim. Yes. Knowing this. Yes. What does Sean decide to do? And what do you do? We hand in hand go rob David Tennant's house. Okay. Where's my bail? I'm giving you one point for being correct and uh, zero points for staying alive. Wow. It's fine by me. (laughs) Yeah. Though he really asked for it. And I agree with you. So Sean is like let's rob this motherfucker (laughs) for sure 
And once again, music cue. Very weird. It appears we are now in some sort of Celtic adventure movie. It's <laughs> very strange. So, Can I hear it, please? It's literally like a jump. It's like as if it's like Willow in the movie Willow is like about to embark upon his like Celtic journey. Like it's very like, I'm a fairy running through the woods. <laughs> Except we're not. We're a modern day teenager driving a Maserati through a city about to rob someone. So car takes him to the dude's house because it's got a su- it's a super nice car. So he literally just puts the, it home yeah, yeah and it drives him home and the garage door opener tells him which one it is because like it takes it it takes him to like the place where home is but it doesn't have an address so it's like it could be this house or this mm-hmm. house, you know what i mean but the car garage door opener he just points it at the houses and sees which one opens right i know i'm I'm like i need to like call my parents and be like don't let anyone valet your car so he goes inside the house through the garage and he goes upstairs and it's a super nice fucking house obviously and he goes to the little um i always forget this word Susie just bought one from anthropology credenza credenza i always forget that word and he starts opening his mail and I was like, interesting. What the choice. fuck is in my mail that people could steal? Brand new fucking black American Express. <laughs> and I was like, that's what's in people's mail. Okay. So he calls his friend at the valet and he's like, jackpot. It's Faux not even opened. Show. He doesn't know it's here. It's not activated. Oh my God. Yeah. So he's like eBay scam. So this is genius. What they would do is not just like use it to buy shit. They would buy like 500 iPhones and then resell those iPhones on Uh, eBay. And so like that's how they make the money. Interesting. And and, uh, Sean is like, I'm going to take Riley to Maui. And Derek friend is like, I'm going to move out of my mom's house. He's like, this (laughs) is it. Like we've done it. And uh, he's like, to activate it, you have to call from a number associated with the account. Okay. So it's not like he can call from his cell phone. Right, right, right. And as we're, as we're watching, as the audience watching him talk on the phone, the camera appears to be somebody watching him from the it's stairs. Like yes. POV. Yeah. We learned that the asshole's name is Kale Arendrake. <laughs> Yeah. Kill. And he goes to like the little carriage for the the phone and the phone's not in there. So he can't find the cordless. So he be- he beeps it. Like mm. I don't know I haven't had a, a fucking yeah. house it. phone in so long. I forgot that you could do that. And then I remembered that I constantly lost the phone at my parents' house and my dad had to beep it all the time. Uh so he beeps it and he hears it upstairs. So he goes upstairs. He finds it on the nightstand of the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So he sits on the side of the bed and he calls and he activates the card. Then he's kind of like looking and he sees that like the side, the, the end table drawer is a little bit open and he opens it and he finds handcuffs in the nightstand. Mm -hmm. But he like touches them. Like he's fucking touching everything. Like I'm just like, 
amateur no. hour fingerprints at least your friend put on fuck it yeah your friend had like moog voodies <laughs> in there and you're just fucking touching just everything, touching everything. barehandedly yeah but i was also like david Tennant's not really like my type at all he's like kind of pointy and lithe if you will which is not really my jam what's lithe mean just sort of like skinny and okay you know he's he's a little gangly yeah but i'm here for it and i'm like handcuffs in the nightstand like, that, ah, hello but he leaves he's like cards activated gotta get out of here but as he's leaving he sees this like fortified door like another door mm-hmm. next to the bedroom and it's like padlocked to oblivion mm-hmm. and Uh-oh. his friend says you don't fortify something like that unless there's a reason and he's like this could be the perfect uh, score oh god and sean's like what's the perfect I'm score concerned. you should be what's the perfect score and friend derek says a score so big you never have to score again mm-hmm. and i was like that's, uh, that's a perfect score so kim does he go in do you go in question okay. two i mean my answer is to say yes he tries i don't know how he's getting in i'm gonna take my black card and run though so what was your answer for him yes yeah yes he goes in uh taking your black card and running is the right choice he has his keychain so he tries a bunch of keys oh, on okay. his keychain got it got it got it and so it does in my brain it was more fortified than that agreed okay. agreed yeah uh, again right we can't got look it. too deep <laughs> into this Hear you, you. kind of just got to look at the surface Hear of you. everything <laughs> <laughs> so so he goes in finds a computer the screensaver is a picture of a horse by the way uh oh uh oh yeah so, and he's looking for passwords. You know how everyone... So all that's inside is a computer? It's an office. No, it's an office. Okay. Desk, chair, computer, but it's it's dark. So he like is kind of just seeing... Like he goes straight to the computer because the yeah, computer's yeah. like Which lit up kind of thing. wasn't what I was expecting inside. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's just an office. And he's looking for passwords and, you know, he immediately finds a folder labeled passwords. Great. How don't convenient. you have one? Don't you? Aren't you like How as someone who's like super concerned with security and things? Don't you just have right, 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 right? Anyway, I gotta, I gotta dial it back. So he's looking for passwords, and then he sees a checkbook, and he's talking to his friend on the phone the whole time, right? And he's like, "Oh, there's a checkbook," and he's like, "Oh, but fuck, there's only like one check. Like it, that would be super noticeable." And his friend says, you don't need the check. You just need the account number and the routing number. This is fact. Yeah. So he takes out his phone and it's still dark in the room except for the light of the computer. Mm -hmm. And he holds up the checkbook and then holds up his phone and takes a picture. And as it flashes, (gasps) girl tied up. Ah! And we just see a flash of a girl tied to a chair, bound and gagged, uh, like, terrified and he jumps back and he's like what 
the actual fuck. I mean, that's more what I expected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be real. So she's like insanely shackled and gagged. Shit. Like an elab, like not just tied up, like an elaborate series so of. So just like further into the room, but it was just complete darkness. But it was just complete darkness. Okay. So it's like she was kind of like a little bit behind the desk. Right. So when he held up Got his it. phone. And it appears that like the chair that she's shackled to, he's almost set up like a bunch of black plastic wrap as if so like let's pretend there was going to be blood splatter oh no does that make sense yes so it's set up that way like dexter style kind of but it looks like black trash bags a little bit oh i don't like that yeah so insanely shackled he goes over he takes the gag off but it's not like a gag it's like a fucking it looks like a fucking bridle like for a horse Mm -hmm. See where I'm going? I do. Yeah. And she's like, help me. We don't have much time. Question three. What? What does he do? And what do you do? Um. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to st- Fuck. No, it's girl. Do what you got to do. Fucking geostorm that shit. <laughs> I can't. I- fucking fuck buck you know what i i can't do it okay i'm i'm going to unlock her for sure i feel like the best way to stay alive is get the fuck out and leave that bitch but i literally and i know but you would die from guilt yeah like i know that we've realized how ruthless you need to be but in this situation i literally could not right so i'm helping her and i'm just gonna i'm gonna say he does the same One point. Point for you. Oh, shit. No point for him. Oh, shit. And (gasps) Sean, you will learn. That was your girlfriend. Right? So you'll learn, like, and it comes a couple steps down the line. So just be patient. And then also you'll learn why you actually would stay alive by saving her. Fantastic. So she says, help me. We go back to the valet for a second, and friend Derek is helping the family that they initially robbed, right. giving them their car keys back, looking for their car keys, like in their little like cabinet mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's been clocking Kale the whole time. Like, right, you can see right. where he's sitting, you know, so that he can let him know when he's leaving. He uh, kneels down to, like, get the other family's keys, kind of turns to the side and see Kale's not there anymore. Turns around right behind him. God. Derek friend is like, what the fuck? Now we're back with Sean and the gagged Mm -hmm, girl. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she's like, there, there's no key. Like he's kind of trying to help her get out Mm -hmm, initially. mm -hmm. And she's like, it's not on there. It's on a leather. It's on a leather chain, like a leather necklace. It's a skeleton key on his body, on his body that he wears around his neck. Uh. And flashback to the valet, he says to Kale, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have this couple right in front of you and then I'll go get your car. So he's like trying to buy some time. Mm-hmm. And luckily this other this other family or whatever like needs their car. So he's able to like buy some time and that like he has to go get this other person's car, right. drive it back. So pretty good timing and, and allows him to like be on the phone with Sean. Yeah. 
So now we're back with Sean and he's trying to break her out of the shackles. And she's like, it's it's bolted to the ground, dude. Like, you're not going to be able to, like, fucking Fuck. Hulk this. Like, you can't just I, I would have broken out if you were able to break me out with your bare hands, idiot. And I, she didn't say idiot. I said idiot. So then over the phone, we hear a friend Derek being like, where are you, Sean? The dude is here. Get the car back. And so Sean almost leaves her at that point. But she's like, listen, like, I don't care if you're robbing the place. Like, just get me out of here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, obviously yeah. when I talk to anybody, like, you don't exist. Just right, get right, me the right. fuck out of here. And she's like, and he says, I think I... or she says, I think he has some tools downstairs. Okay. So he goes to leave to look for the tools. And she's like, no, no, no. Put that chair back and put the gag back in my mouth. Mm. And he's like, why? And she's like, because he can look like there's a camera right up there. It's not on, but he can activate it from his phone. So like, we can see when he's looking at me. He's right. not right like now. The but like the little light yeah. will be on or whatever. Yeah. So now we're back with Kale and Kale is just like waiting for his car and he pulls out his phone. Ah, shit. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. And he pulls up a grid for his house. Like it just looks like a blueprint, mm-hmm. you know? And back with Sean, she's like, turn that light off, put the thing back in my mouth. And he's like, I'll be right back. Then we're back with Kale and we see that he activates the camera. Mm-hmm. And a light goes on. Mm-hmm. We're back in the garage and he sees a wall of tools. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what's on there. Just know that it's a fairly extensive wall of tools. Okay. And I want to know what tools you would grab or types of tools you would grab and what types of tools you think he grabs. <laughs> so you guys aren't going to hear the pause that we took just took but kim and i took a pee break and we've had a couple offers to film us while we record (laughs) and i just thought about all of the sexiness that you guys just missed of us having to climb out of my couch from within the mics and then me having to just grab my pen that i couldn't reach it would just be almost too sexy (laughs) it's true for sammy's to watch uh okay kim what tools okay I'm going to go with electric drill. Oh, I'm sorry. You or him? Me first. Okay. You first. Got I'm going to go with electric drill. Okay. A hacksaw. Mm-hmm. A screwdriver. And like a hammer and a chisel. Mm. Just to cover all the bases. I love it. And what does he grab? Um, I'm not feeling like he's on top of it. So I'm going to go with, hmm, what does he grab? Like a hammer and a screwdriver. (laughs) He does a little bit better than that, but like you were really thinking about the construction of this and going, what tools, you know, right. He grabbed two things. He grabbed bolt cutters, which was actually pretty smart. Ooh, yeah, I didn't yeah. I forgot about the existence of those. It, right. Which is why I was like, just grab whatever, because it was like you weren't necessarily gonna guess bolt cutters, but right. you 
did grab some other things that I yeah. think would be useful. Can I have a, a backup question? Yes. Um, why didn't I get a point for him trying to help her out? You'll find out. He's currently helping her out. You'll find out. I'll, t- I'll tell you in one second. You'll find out. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, but the, the, you'll the, find the out. time has happened you'll already. You'll find out. I'll tell you. I don't, I'll tell you. I hate you. Yeah. So, grabs a bolt. I think, I think he grabs a hacksaw too. Okay. But I think it's just bolt cutters. So, he's about to go back upstairs when he sees a door in the garage that is closed. Uh-huh. Not locked. That's fine. And he opens it and it's a fucking Dexter style murder room. Oh God. Dexter slash Nazi doctor murder room. Okay. So we've got an exam table. We've got chemicals. We've got a chainsaw. We've got swords. Swords. I was like, this guy is not fucking around. Like he gets creative with his murder, you know? All right. Now you're about to find out why Sean lacks follow through, shall we say? Even if he... So he goes back upstairs. (laughs) Okay. And you remember she said, shut door right like basically put everything back he goes upstairs light from the camera comes mm-hmm. on in the hostage room mm-hmm. she looks up at the camera he's coming back up the stairs he sees the light under the door and stands there what does he do what do you do i'm still mad i didn't get the point because the just time wait until I tell changed. you. Just wait until I In tell you. In that moment, he tried to help her. Just wait. We passed the moment. It just doesn't wait. matter what just he wait. does from this point forward. What do you do now? What does he do? You're a monster. <laughs> okay. The light is on. I'm going to leave and call the police. Kim is? Yeah. Because it seems like I can't do anything in this moment. This guy's car needs to go back. I'm going to call the police. Mm-hmm. What does he do? He... Hmm. I think he... Does he leave now? Yes. Now, Kim, the reason that I'm being a stickler about this is because you have to remember. Remember I said things don't quite make sense in this movie? Mm -hmm. So everything you're saying, I agree with. I agree with everything you're saying. Mm -hmm. But we're living in the land of the movie, Mm -hmm. and there are things that don't add up. Okay? Okay. So you just have to trust me. I don't. So... I just had like kind of a flash to like you as a teenager and I feel like I want to call your mom or like send her a card. (laughs) Jeannie, here's a card for everything you endured. Uh, Okay. So at this point, he sees the light and rather than waiting for the light to go off, he backs away and he says, I'm sorry, like through the door. Can you imagine being that girl? Like, you're like, I'm about to get out. 
and this motherfucker. So Kale, then we see him put his phone away and then we see Sean leave the house and drive away. So here's why I didn't give you the point for the first one. Please tell me. I'm currently waiting. Because the follow through is what was going to get her out. Like, the, if I you look he at what. tries to get her out. I am trying to get her out. That was the answer to the question. What does he do? I'm trying to get her out and he tries to do the same. I didn't say we figure it out and we break her out. It was does he try or does he not? And he tried. I am I guess fighting for, for me, this point. Like, I that will doesn't make you, sense. You asked me two questions after that. I guess I will give you half a point only because to me, the like trying to get her out by like jiggling stuff isn't trying to get her out. You have to get tools. But he and then once left he gets right the tools, in that moment, the question was, does he like attempt like does he leave her or does he stay and okay, help her so you're and he saying stayed because and he her. half he in half that moment of the time the question was asked uh-huh. he stayed and helped her so therefore the answer was correct all right i will give you half a point for that um because to me the follow-through is these what? questions are not fair if you're yeah. not gonna if you're not gonna score them correctly oh it's God. not fair okay so you can't ask for a future time don't don't ask the question in that moment then ask it at a later time you guys. I answered it correctly. Kim is losing her mind right now. Uh, you know what? I feel unsafe. I'm going to need all of my, all of our Sammy patrons to fucking get on board with me because they're going to be playing the at home game. And I'm sorry. Please. I'm sorry. You're not getting points either. Can someone please help me? I'm calling for help. <laughs> I'm so afraid right now. I, I no am putting this to a vote. Whenever this comes out, I'm going to be like, did I fucking answer that question correctly? Okay. You do that. The answer, the question was, does he stay and try to help her? And do you? And I said, yes. And I said, he does too. And we both did. Okay. We'll so put it to a vote. The answer is yes. We'll put it to a vote. You're a fucking bit. <laughs> Someone please save me. When will Eric be home? We're not having any more fucking episodes. Because <laughs> Kim is murdering Because Catherine is dead now. Yeah. So I will be now with my ghost host. <laughs> It's Who's not Ketrin. I'm haunting her. It's my 80s boyfriend <laughs> that I'm bringing back. <laughs> so he dri- uh, drives away in the in the Maserati, Maserati and he's he's so freaked out. Like he's basically sobbing in the car. Right. Where I'm like, girl, you got to get your shit together. Like these are not cute tears. You will not be able to hide this shit. You right. are blotchy. You are sobbing. So the friend Derek puts the family in the car because now he's gotten their car he's returned to the stand he very slowly sort of puts the family in their car trying to buy time can't buy any more time and so he says to Kaylee he's like you had the mm-hmm. and he's like Maserati and he's like yeah the mm-hmm. blue one and he goes the only fucking Maserati you have in your line <laughs> I was like you're an asshole you don't know me but you're such a good actor so right at that moment, Sean pulls up and he's sobbing oh, God. again. I'm like, get it together. And as Kale is like coming to the right, driver's side, right. he notices that the bolt cutters are still on the front seat. What the fuck are you doing, you idiot? Right. So we like fucking brought the bolt cutters with him. Oh, my God. And he quickly. So they're like on the passenger seat. He quickly like shoves them under the seat 
Okay. Right? Yeah. Now, granted, they're bo- so if you were going to do that, you may as well have just, just stayed there the and tried right. to like fucking save her. Yes. Because like you bringing the car back but then like bringing the bulk you like you just murdered her I like mean, you may as well have just, like i don't know there's so and you're gonna see other things that he wasn't paying attention. it's really frustrating so quick quickly shoves them under the seat and just so you know bolt the bolt cutters were like this were like pretty big so it's not like something where he could have like shoved sure, into his pants or something so he's like so kale's like what do i owe you sean can't even fucking answer him um, so he's like, whatever he gets in the, uh, Kale gets in the car, drives off. Sean then gets out of the car and he's talking to friend Derek and he's like, he has a girl chained up like an animal. And Sean is like, or shows him the picture. Cause remember he got the picture mm-hmm. and Sean is like, okay, call nine one one. Yeah. Or no, Sean, Sean, I'm sorry. Sean says I'm calling nine one one. Yeah. And the friend says you can't, we'll get busted. Fuck that. Yeah. Call and from a Sha- fucking payphone. And- it doesn't matter. He called. I'm giving you a bonus point for that. Uh, payphone. So, Derek friend is like, we'll get busted. Sean's like, there, there, there's a, there's a girl cha- chained up in someone's house. Like, I can't sleep at night if I don't do something about this. So, we're back with Kale. Kale pulls up to his house and he turns all the lights on before he even pulls into the driveway from mm-hmm. his phone. Now we're back at a payphone. Payphone. <laughs> Thank you. Calling 911 from the payphone. Though when is the last time you saw a payphone? That that was yeah, my you know, only you'd have to go on a hunt. Yeah, that was my only thing where I was like they're literally like removing payphones from places, yeah. but I guess there was one right across the street from this restaurant they were working in. Worked out perfectly. So he gives the address and the info and hangs up the phone. The friend then kind of pats him on the back and is like, you did all you could do. Sean's like, that's not all I could do. I'm going to go make sure it gets done and I'm never stealing anything again. Mm. So now we're back at Kale's house. Kale goes into the office and he's looking around the office. I'm concerned. And he's quizzical where we're like is something out of place like is he noticing something he mm-hmm. doesn't give a lot away but he's definitely like looking around but you said he noticed the bolt cutters he did not notice the bolt cutters he sh- uh, sean oh. was able to shove them under the seat before he came oh, around to the side when you said he, did he not, meant sean yeah Got he it. did not see them uh he looks at sean her noticed them hid them yes kale did not exactly Got it. uh he looks at her and just leaves. Now he's in the bedroom, in his bedroom, and mm-hmm. he notices an indentation on the sheets where Sean was sitting. What? Because it's like he's super meticulous. Yeah, the yeah, bed was like made. Perfectly... Yeah. And he picks up the phone that was next to his bed. Uh, and he hits redial. Kim, you're getting all kinds of bonus points. Star six. What is it? Because it's not star sixty nine. That's how you. Bl- how, what was star sixty nine when we were kids? To find the number that just called. Oh, so then he does star sixty nine. I guess. Can no, you, you just say- hit redial? Redi- like, oh. The number that was called from your phone. You can just redial. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So that's what he does. Star sixty nine. I think is the number that called you. That's right. Yeah. So he just hits redial, picks up the phone, 
last number that was called was your card has been activated. Mm -hmm. So he's like, what the fuck? Gets a furious face and we see him kind of pull the the key out of his shirt. Yeah. Now we're back with Sean and he is pulling up to Kale's house in his own car, Mm -hmm. which is an orange bug. Oh, which is funny because I've been trying to manifest an orange car, but also (laughs) super noticeable in a neighborhood that has Maseratis driving around it. It's like a beat up 1970s orange bug. I'm like, motherfucker, you look like it. He stands out like a fucking orange bug on a street. Yeah. And. We're back at the restaurant with Derek friend and he's like giving everyone their keys. Like he's basically like, we're closed and handing everyone their keys and he's trying to get out of there. And uh, Sean calls him and is like, where the fuck are you? And Derek friend is like, I'm, I'm trying to get out of here. As he's saying this, Sean hears a scream from the house. Then he hears, okay, the cops are coming. Oh, good. So here come the cops down the street. They're knocking on the door. Kale comes to the door and he's like, what, what can I help you with, officer? And they're like, we got a call about something at your house. And then a woman comes to the door, what? a brunette woman in like one of his shirts. And she's like, is everything OK? And the cops are talking to both of them. The lady cop kind of brings the woman down the stairs a little uh-huh. bit and is like, can I talk to you privately? And then everyone is just kind of chatting and laughing. Is this the same woman that was tied up or a different woman? Unclear. Difficult to tell. Okay. She definitely does not look like she was tied up mere moments ago. Right. Because the woman that was tied up, her hair is a fucking mess. She's got like tear stains and mascara. Like she looks Mm. busted. This would take some time to clean her up to make her not look like a kidnap victim for sure. Okay. But then again, I'm like, are we dealing with some sort of warlock in this? I don't know what world we're in. What is happening? Right. So uh, Sean is in the car and he just sees the cops and Kale and the brunette kind of laughing together. Mm. Oh, it's all been some sort of mix up. The cops leave. Kale and the woman go back inside, sort of arms around each other. I'm concerned. Yeah. So now we're back with the friend and he quickly like leaves money on the hostess stand for the owner of the restaurant being like, I got to go. Here's your money. Like, here's your cut. Bye. And bolts out of there. Back in the car with Sean. He's he's watching and he now sees Kale come out of the house again with the woman in her clothes and he kisses her goodbye by her car and she leaves. Mm hmm. As she leaves, Kale spots the orange bug. He starts to walk over to it very slowly. Mm-hmm. Sean manages to duck down. But he now can't see because mm-hmm. he's ducked mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. And Kale is just standing in the middle of the street staring at the car. And Sean, we see, is like, trying to bide his time like when has he left did he see me how like that is a situation where like i don't know what i would do like i just be like i guess i'm laying here for the rest of my life for real yeah you're like i mean for the rest of my life so sean is like i have to peek up at some time so he kind of like peeks up he's gone someone at the window it's friend knocks on the window and 
his friend says his friend apparently is in this like in this movie as well in terms of things not adding up because his friend goes why didn't you just give her the phone (laughs) and I was like oh yeah why didn't he just like hand her the phone to like call the police Uh, and he goes because I fucking panicked you asshole and he's Wait, like, to give the tied up girl the phone yeah like he's like before you left why didn't you give her the phone so that the cops could have mm. like she could be like i'm tied up uh, in you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. so the friend is like it's okay i get it make another call and sean says for all i know he's got a stack of brunettes in there and like He's just going to keep getting out of it. And he's like, she and he got there so fast. And I think what he's referring to is like, he drives off in the Maserati. Sean can't be that far behind him. Mm -hmm. And somehow within that time, Kale has gotten another chick there. They've boned then the police get there like it just mm-hmm. all and he's like how did that happen so fast and i'm like how did that happen so fast but regardless he's like calling calling the cops isn't going to work cuz clearly he can make them go away so what does he decide to what do they decide to do and what do, what do you decide to do mm-hmm. he no okay. he no longer like trust the cops to do anything in this moment Right. Let's see. I'm going to keep calling the cops <laughs> because I don't want to die. That's and Kim. And I want to, I don't want her to die. Okay. So I'm not going to give up on them. Okay. Plus like, I don't know, that brunette chick just left. I, whatever. Well, I, I'm not going to give up on them. Okay. And then he is going to, hmm. I feel like he, like, wants to figure out a way to, like, break in and save her. But I don't know how he'd go about doing that. I mean, maybe they... Maybe they... Maybe... I'll give you a clue. Please. It was something I forgot to take note of in summer of 84. I would need to go into the house at this time. Hmm. Well, my thought was they um, kind of stake out also like summer of 84, like stake out the place um, to kind of watch him to like see when he leaves. Okay. And then try to break in. Two points. Yeah. They wait till he leaves. But yes, you get a point for not giving up on the cops. So what he says is, for all we know, he's got a stack of brunettes in there. So we wait for him to leave and we use these. And he holds up a hacksaw Mm -hmm. and like some other fucking tool, basically to break into the house. So now we are back at the house of the first family with the Doberman. Mm -hmm. The cops are there because the family did report a break in. Uh, There was like he left a window open or some shit and maybe he did steal something. I can't remember. It's kind of inconsequential, but basically like they got caught. Mm -hmm. The cops came to that first house. 
so now we're back in the car with Sean and Derek friend and Derek friend pulls out a switchblade as well because he's like I'm not gonna go in there with just a hacksaw like I'm gonna defend myself so you have a switchblade now too then they see the Maserati leave and they immediately run up to the house while all of a sudden floodlights Mm. motion sensor and they see that around the back there's a window that's open with just a screen there so they slice the screen Mm -hmm. and they climb in back in the car with kale he's on the phone with the cops no fuck and he says i'd like to report a break-in fuck in progress at my neighbor's so and then he hangs up so now they get up to the door the office door okay mm-hmm. that was fortified and sean says wait a minute where's the massive lock like there's no it just looks like a normal office door now like it's not even locked mm-hmm. it just like i can just go in and so he just goes in the door he opens it and it's just a normal fucking office like there's the nothing in there he's like there wasn't even carpet here before like she was chained right here there's nothing there and so at that point they hear the cops coming again they run out the back as the cops come in and they run up into the hills to escape mm-hmm. back in the car with kale he's talking to someone in the back seat <gasps> oh no and he says hey there don't let tears distract you from our work comportment is a virtue i had to look up comportment please tell me it just means behavior which i'm like that doesn't even make sense behavior is a virtue well what kind of behavior because it literally is just it's not good behavior it's literally just Mm. the word means behavior like behaving oneself geostorm (laughs) okay so he's got her in the back of the car and he says you were such a help you've earned the next stage in your evolution and then he says, the vulgar shall be corrupted. What? I'm like, okay. So now we're back in the car with Sean and Derek friend. And he says, Sean says to Derek friend, that window wasn't open. He left it for us. Right. And he says, take me to the police station. And Derek friend says, no, just make another call. And he's like, no, they need to see this picture that I took of her right. and my face and Derek friend says she's probably already dead and he hold Sean holds the picture up to Derek and he's like that's someone's little girl which is an argument I fucking hate because I'm like or it's just a human. a human like why is it that you can't have empathy for another person unless you somehow relate it to you because right. like he says he's like what if that was your sister yeah. and I'm like or just a human person right we don't need to, it just to be related to you for you to want to help another human being stepping off my soapbox so now they're fighting in the parking lot and because they've like driven off they're in like the parking lot where they were looking through their their stolen stuff before and Derek friend is terrified of going to jail and he Mm -hmm. tells some story about I honestly like wasn't listening it was like something about his brothers in jail and he might have snitched on somebody so like if he goes to jail they're gonna kill him so like it's a bigger deal for him to go to jail blah 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 whatever and so sean is like fine you were never there but that's the only lie i'm telling so Mm -hmm. basically he's like i won't implicate you but like i'm going to the fucking cops so now we're back with kale 
and he has driven out to sort of this really in the middle of nowhere wooded area because remember we're in portland so like there's a lot of um northwest pacific northwest forest okay the creepy pacific northwest yep i hope we don't get serial killed right i know god well we're not gonna go into the woods by ourselves in the middle of the night in the snow so we are Oh, except for that tour that we're taking that by ourselves in the middle of our <laughs> night. In this, uh, yeah. So in the middle of the woods, there's this old wooden shack type place. Mm-hmm. And Kale says, I only show this special place to special people. Fuck you. Now, all of the lines that I'm saying are almost verbatim and they're not sounding very good because I'm not David Tennant and it's not a great script. But just pretend that I'm David Tennant and I'm somehow selling this like really mediocre script and be super impressed with him because okay. I was. He then turns on all the lights in the shack from his phone and it's a much more high tech shack than what it looks like from the outside. Right. And now they're inside the shack and it looks like sort of a reimagined stable in the sense that like it looks like there may be horse stalls in there uh-huh. but there's also sort of like a living a place where you can kind of live as a human as well right. but looks very kind of old timey for sure and he is with the girl and he says to her we don't need the gag anymore and he picks <laughs> up a collar and he yells at the collar like just goes ha Ah! And it shoots sparks. What? Which means that every time she tries to yell, it shocks her. And she says, what do you want from me? Right. And he says, God, your dressage, your training, it's a pyramid. You're learning rhythm and routine. And she says, what's at the top? And he says, freedom. And then they both look over at a giant cage. What? Right. So now the next scene is that same girl and she's standing in a bathtub, like having just bathed, holding a towel up to her. And she's like, yes, I cleaned exactly as you asked. Circular motions, correct soap and lotion in the right order. She puts the lotion in the basket. (laughs) And he just kind of stares at her. And she drops her towel and he looks at her in disgust and he's just like, what are you doing? Throws the towel at her and says, go to bed. Like he's like disgusted by her. So then he. (laughs) I don't want to. It's a bummer, man. So then he locks her in a cage, in the cage that we saw and he leaves. She's sitting there and she looks at the wall and she says tick. She sees tick marks on the wall. And someone else has written the word help. So I don't want to get kidnapped. Yeah, it seems like a bummer, doesn't I don't it? Wanna. Like, I feel like there's other things I'd rather do than get kidnapped. Don't yeah. you think? So we should probably cross that off of our sync trip. The, the yeah. itinerary part where I we said get kidnapped. To. Kim, you know, I would always save you. Thank you. I got you. Nothing's ever going to happen to my Bernsey. Thank you. So now they're at the po- we're at the police station. And we're with Sean, and he's talking to a detective, police officer, whatever the fuck. And 
he is just like not buying it. And he's like, for all I know, this is your girlfriend. And he's like, it's not my girlfriend. I was robbing this house. And I saw her because I was trying to rob the house. Mm -hmm. And the detective is like, I don't get why you're here. And he's like, but because there's a girl chained up in someone's house. And he's like, do whatever you want to me. Arrest me. Deport me. Because I guess he's like over 18 at this point and he's from Ireland. I don't know how deportation works, but whatever. The cop doesn't believe him and he literally like tells him what everything. What the fuck? I know. That's why I'm like, I, <sighs> I don't even understand when he's like, it could be your girlfriend. Basically, like, like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, he has a picture of a girl tied, tied up. In the, like he's a picture mm-hmm. of her yeah but they just like don't believe him oh well at one point they look at his record and he's got a bunch of like petty theft right. things on there so basically they're just saying like he's an he's not a credible he's not trustworthy he's not trustworthy but again i'm like you there's a picture of a girl and oh yeah, i guess what he's saying is like this could be your girlfriend like this could be a picture of anybody you guys could be doing some weird sex play thing like you don't have any proof that this is like in right his house but or, it's still like how is that getting back at it and also like, there's like a guy it. with like a record coming here saying arrest me do whatever you want i was robbing someone's house yeah and i'm giving myself like, up all that this all that my record proves is that i rob places right. which is what i was which doing. is what i was doing <laughs> i yeah. was like if anything it proves my story exactly <laughs> so next morning the detective that he was talking to does end up pulling up to kale's house okay um and it looks like he's doing it maybe kind of off off the clock right you know and no answer so he goes around the back of the house and he sees an open window right. where the screen was slashed. And all of a sudden, Kale's behind him. Fucker. And that fucker's always behind oh, him. He's so good. And so the detective is like, Can I come in? And Kale just stares at him. What? <laughs> yeah. You want a coffee? And the detective is like, Sure. So they head on in. <laughs> can we talk about non-responses are the creepiest responses? Yep, it totally is it's so scary just staring is like what are you doing and it's also david Tennant, so it's not like a less talented actor who feels like he has to do something in his stare he has yeah. to look creepy or something like that it's david Tennant who's just no i'm just gonna stare at you yeah and whatever you think is happening behind my eyes maybe like it's just maybe it's oh god it was so good so kale is just showing him all around the house and he's like this is this room this is this room and the detective says kind of tongue-in-cheek no girl chained up in the office oh. and kale just says sorry to disappoint you because he's shown him the office and there's no girl in there yeah so kale then takes him to the garage and he's like here's the garage you know whatever and he looks over at the tool wall mm-hmm. and he sees something's missing right and he walks walks he walks over Walkses. he walks over and the detective so it's like it's like a very organized tool wall where like maybe someone who knows tools better than me could have seen what was blank yeah, and known sure. that it was bolt cutters missing yeah even if it wasn't your stuff yeah because the detective says lent them to a friend 
And he says, uh, I never lend tools to a friend. They never seem to come back. And Kale says, I'll get them back. And then he notices that also one of the wrenches is like in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. So he puts it back in the right place. And you're saying he, you mean Kale or the cop? Kale. Kale is standing. So Kale and the cop notice that something was missing at the same time. Right. Okay. So Kale walks over and they have the exchange about like, don't lend tools to your friends, whatever. Then Kale notices that also a little wrench is out of place. So he moves it to where it's mm. supposed to be and then turns the, to the detective and says, I'm so sorry you had to see that. Like he was like really upset that it was like out of place. And <laughs> I'm creeped out by him. Yeah. And then the detective also sees the murder room Can door. Please? Yes. And Kale is looking at it. He almost looks nervous. And the detective says, can I see what's in there? And Kale says, sure. So Mm -hmm. he opens the door. It's empty. What the fuck? There's nothing fucking in there. It's just like it looks like an unused storage space. Nothing in there. Which also a little suspicious because I'm like. Even like a completely empty room is is a little weird. So uh, now we're back in the kitchen and they're having coffee. What the fuck? Yeah. And the detective is like, do you know anyone that would like want (laughs) to hurt you? And Kayla is like, no. And he's like, but I have been getting some prank calls lately, like just hang ups. You know, someone calls and then hangs up. And he's like, I don't know who would want to hurt me. But, you know, I am a single guy. I have money. I date a lot of women. Those women have exes. And the detective is like, say no more. And I'm like. Fuck Fuck you. Like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Fuck off. Like, no girl. That's not a fucking thing. So as the detective is leaving, like, he finishes his coffee. And he's like, best coffee I've ever had. Well, we are in Portland, you know, Seattle. (laughs) Also, I'm, like, really fucking rich. So I, like, buy my coffee from a fucking unicorn's asshole. (laughs) And as he's leaving, he kind of does the um, Columbo thing where he's like, oh, one more thing. And kind of turns around. And he's like, that screen, it's ripped. The window is open. And Kale says, oh, uh, yeah, I had to break into my own house after a run. Really should hide a key somewhere. And the detective says, be sure to hide it well. And he leaves. I feel like that's not a good cover because there's a, the police have a record of someone being called for breaking in that house. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Geostorm! <laughs> so now we're back at the station. Which also goes back to what's his face saying he broke into that house. He's like, no, you could even just check the records. <laughs> I said I broke in, and now he's like, yeah. But- Geostorm! <laughs> okay. So now we're back at the station, and uh, Sean was in like a holding cell, you know? Okay. And. The detective says, you're free to go. Aaron Drake isn't pressing charges for you breaking into his house. Aaron Drake? Uh, his last name is Aaron Drake. It's a, oh. it's, um, what the fuck? Kale Aaron, uh, Kale Aaron Drake isn't pressing charges for you breaking into his house, which you just asked him if someone broke into his house and, then and he, he had lied an excuse. about it, which uh, seems suspect. Yeah. <sighs> 
Do you see what? Yeah. I'm, so I, I mean, I thought this was going somewhere, but clearly it's not. <laughs> right. So he keeps trying to convince them. And the detective says, did this guy steal your girlfriend or something? And he's like, no, God. He's just trying to save someone's life. Yeah. So now we're back at Kale's and he is watching security footage of mm-hmm. who's he what and who's he what cutting the screen and breaking into the house. He then looks outside again. The orange bug is there again. And I'm like, Fucking rent a car, Sean, dude. Come on. Fucking rent a car. It's like 25 bucks a day. Like, just, you have an orange bug. It is conspicuous. Conspicuous? Is that the word I Correct. mean? Yeah. So, Kale then goes to a drawer, and he opens it up, and we see that it's got a passport in it, and like several burner phones, and then also this little box of doohickeys. So, he opens up the box, and it looks like little, like pebbles almost little white pebbles and he puts one on a lamp in his bedroom and then we see him go out and put one on the tire of the orange car so i'm like is sean not in the car i i'm confused i'm confused i I don't have an answer to that but he puts a little thing on the tire thinking it's like a tracker maybe yes yeah that's that's what it what it clearly is we realize later so now we're back at the stable and he uh kale shows the girl a pic of sean and says is this who came to see you she says nothing but he takes that as a yes and then he says good you're so good and he pets her like a fucking animal. <laughs> uh, now, you are now Sean again. Mm-hmm. The cops won't listen to you. You know that there is a girl who's about to be murdered or already uh, murdered. What is the next thing that you do? The cops won't listen. He's going to start following Kale. Okay. To find out where she is. Okay. Find out where he's going to... Hopefully find the stable that he doesn't know exists, but find it. I'm going to... <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't know. Um. Okay. Fuck you, Kale. I know. Your fucking name. Kale. Stupid It's idiot. really hard to say it other than that. Okay. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. Okay. 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 I'm going to utilize my my criminal connections. Okay. <laughs> and what what's my goal again? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> your goal is to stay alive and I guess your goal is to also keep this chick alive I know, because I feel like I, I feel like that's where we are. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm, I'm feeling. Sorry. I want to keep stay like, alive, I, but I also want to keep, keep her, her alive. alive because I do think you and I are the same in that if we didn't do that, it would eventually like emotionally kill Eat us. Me alive. Yeah. Uh, can I okay, just figure it out real quick? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm yes. on a train. Yes. I'm on a train. Uh, this train needs to make a a, a pee stop soon. So if <laughs> we could just. I don't know why I have to pee um, so much this episode. And then I'm gonna okay. I'm going to get my own kidnapping friends. Ooh, okay. And some guns. Okay. And we're going to kidnap Kale. 
and make him take, we're going to use himself against himself. Okay. And we're going to make him take us to her and then save her and ourselves and probably, you know what, just fucking kill him. Giving you a half a point because what you said he does is not what he immediately does, but I don't want to feel unsafe again. So uh, I gave you half a point because I would like to stay alive. What he, what he does immediately is he goes to the FBI because. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, That crossed my mind at some point, but it seemed like we gave up on the. Yeah, I guess he, yeah, he goes above and beyond. Now the, the detective like kind of gave him the idea a little bit, which I didn't really think about. So maybe this would have occurred to you sooner, but like, obviously that girl is probably a missing person. Mm-hmm. Is it the FBI that mainly deals with missing? Per- no, d- cops deal with missing persons too, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But basically, yeah, he's like file a missing persons report, and he decides to like file a missing persons report with the FBI, and so he takes the the picture, and uh, he's he's waiting to talk to someone. He, he clearly made his report, but is still waiting to like discuss it with someone, and Lady FBI comes out and she's like we have everything we need from you you should go home Mm -hmm. and he's like I just need to know she's she's gonna be okay lady FBI is just stoic because obviously like it's they can't tell you that and also like it's an ongoing investigation at this point you've made a report they can't be like sure we'll call you at every step of the way right so he leaves as he's leaving the big FBI building. Kale is behind uh, a pillar. Oh my God. And we see him and he's standing there with a syringe. <gasps> Sean does not see him. <gasps> Sean goes out to his car and he got some fucking rock star parking. He got rock star parking like right out the right outside the entrance of the FBI. Nice him. job in his orange bug. And so Kale is watching him and Sean just starts like hitting his own car. Like he's so frustrated. And Kale just smiles doesn't use the syringe just smiles sean goes home kale is following him initially i was like is kale following him in a fucking maserati because that's pretty fucking conspicuous he's not he's got a a followy car i guess because sean does not live in like a great neighborhood he does not live in a maserati neighborhood Mm -hmm. so sean is in his apartment now he's showering in comes Kale. Because, you know, if you're concerned about being caught by a super wealthy kidnapper, don't bother locking your door. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> in comes Kale. And Sean doesn't see him because he's in the shower. Kale points a gun at him through the shower curtain mm-hmm. and just does like a pretend shoot. Like he's mm-hmm. just like pew pew. Then he goes over to Sean's computer. And he steals everything on his computer. Whatever the fuck. Sean is just scrubbing away on himself. (laughs) Can't be bothered. And (laughs) Kale picks up his camera. I still don't understand how the fuck. Where was Sean when Kale put the little little tracker on the bug? Taking a nap. 
Like, that that doesn't make any sense because clearly all of this is happening because he got the tracker on the bug. But like, I think it was nap time. Where was she? <laughs> I think it was just Geostorm. Geostorm. It was it was nap time. So okay, back, uh, back to Sean. Like house. maybe he was at the police station but why wouldn't he drive his car to the police station? I, why I would unclear. his car be sitting outside of kale's and his him, his body be at the police station? i am i he took an uber from I, kale's house yep, to the police he station. sure did <laughs> can you where do you need to be picked up sir i need to be picked up at the home of the guy that i'm stalking right now who may or may not have kidnapped someone i'm yeah. at the orange bug can't miss it yep it's the one that the serial killer is staring at right now. <laughs> That's how you'll know it's me. So Kale picks up his digital camera and he sees a pic of the boob, the boob pic right. of the girlfriend. And he then hears the shower being turned off and quickly leaves. Oh, geez. Sean gets out of the shower and looks and sees that his door is wide the fuck open. Uh-oh. Uh, but it's fine because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> No big deal. He the- What's the problem? It's no big deal. It was just a little breeze. <laughs> so now we're back at the FBI. Like the entryway to his apartment. Yep. The doorway. Wide open. The enter exit door. Yep. Of the apartment. Mm-hmm. The full apartment. Mm-hmm. Not just his bedroom. Nope. The- yeah. Cool. Just, just open to the outside. Neat. Open to the elements. So now we're back at the FBI. And Lady FBI is like, can you bring me the trust fund kid report? Okay. We That's all we hear. So now we're at the restaurant where they are valets. And the owner of the restaurant picks up the phone and is like, Nino's. And we see that it's Kale on the other end of the phone. And he's saying, what kind of place are you running there? Me and my wife saw one of your valets at the at the police station what kind of business are you running you're employing criminals i sure hope everyone in your kitchen and you are all legally here and hangs up okay so now he's freaked the owner of the restaurant out we're back with sean and sean sees riley his girlfriend at school he goes to her school and he's like i have to talk to you And she's like, I have a presentation in class. I'll be done in 90 minutes. You can tell me then. Meet me at my place. Back with Derek friend, who's on the phone with Sean after Sean has just talked to his girlfriend. And Sean says, I can't work today at the valet place. And Derek friend is like, it's cool. I got your back. I'll handle it. As he says this, he's walking up to Nino's restaurant and he sees another valet stand there Mm -hmm. and he's like what the fuck and he's like this is our account and the guy is like no it's not nino hired us nino comes out tells Derek friend to leave and he's like i don't want any trouble i got that weird call get the fuck out of here um the other valet says something shitty or racist to him or something so they get into a fight and they start punching each other Mm. blah 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 now we're back at the stable And our girl is eating a bowl of broth. And before she's finished, Kale, who's sitting next to her, says, you're excused. She then puts her own collar back on and walks into the cage and locks herself in the cage. Mm -hmm. She's clearly being broken for sure. Mm -hmm. Kale then goes to his computer 
and he uploads all the shit that he got from Sean's computer onto his computer. And he finds the password to Sean's Facebook account. I guess all of his passwords. Everybody just saves files of all the passwords to everything on their computer. And he logs into Sean's Facebook account and he finds his girlfriend, Riley, and he sends a message that says, it's over, bitch, and then sets Sean's status to single. Whoa. And then laughs maniacally. <laughs> if you could do your, can you do your laugh? Mahaha. Yeah, basically. So uh, <laughs> now we're in class with Riley, okay? And it's a big lecture hall. And everyone in the classroom starts getting notifications on their phone. And when they look at their phone, they then look back at Riley and kind of snicker. Then Riley also gets a notification on her phone. She picks it up. It's the naked boob photo (gasps) of her. Now, if you could just quickly suspend your disbelief, because how did he get the phone number of everyone in Sean's girlfriend's lecture class to send those text message notifications to? They were texts or just Mm -hmm. like a Facebook notification? It was text messages. But also like... Anyway, I guess we're just supposed to... Let's just suspend. Geostorm! <laughs> so... <laughs> so... <laughs> so now we're back at Sean's apartment with Derek Friend. And Derek Friend has ice on his face. And he's like, you know, explaining what happened. And then Sean gets a voicemail from Riley. And he listens to it. And it's her crying. And she says, I don't know what I did. You're such an asshole. And hangs up. So he leaves. He's like, what the fuck? Now we're back with Kale. And we see that Kale is watching where Sean is going. Because he has the little magic pebble on his orange bug Mm -hmm. that he put there while Sean was taking a nap. (laughs) 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 So... Sean gets to Riley's and the roommate of Riley opens the door and won't let him in and Riley won't talk to him. Mm -hmm. So he leaves and when he gets back to his car, he sees that all of his fucking tires are smashed. No, smashed? Slashed. (laughs) And his windows are smashed. Mm -hmm. Slashed and smashed. His car is just slashed Slashed and smashed. And And he's like, fuck. And then all of a sudden a car is speeding towards him and tries to run him over and speeds away. So he like does a little flip over the car, narrowly misses. Then he gets up and gets a, a call on his phone from an unknown caller. Mm-hmm. He picks up the phone and he says, do you have a uh, home insurance? No, I'm just kidding. He mm-hmm. doesn't. It was not a spam call. He says, you know why you're not in their little jail right now? Because you're in mine. I will correct you. Mm-hmm. So... Kale then hangs up the phone and throws it out his own window because he's got all those phones. Riley and Rumi are now talking on a bench in a park. And Riley is listening to a bunch of frantic messages from Sean. And she's like, maybe he's telling the truth. Like, it's completely out of character. And the Rumi is like not having it. Riley says, I'm going to go talk to him. But she accidentally leaves her phone on the bench with Rumi. 
And so Rumi notices it and then she's like, Riley, but like doesn't say it loud. Like <laughs> she didn't walk that far away. Like you could just be like, Riley, your phone. Oh, sorry. Let me grab my phone. But instead she's just like, Riley. And then walks several <laughs> steps behind her like, for a while. trying to get the attention of a waitress. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and, but isn't like, doesn't like speed up or kind of run after. She just walks at Riley's pace, 10 paces behind her, I guess, <laughs> until they, until she comes to a stop. I, I don't know. It was unclear. But it was super convenient because she gets to witness something in one moment. Okay. So, <laughs> Sean then, we're, we're, so, so Riley's roommate is just walking behind her, hoping that eventually she'll catch up to give her her phone back. Uh, and, and we're back with Sean, who's now at his parents' house. And he wants to b- borrow the stepdad's car. But when he goes in, stepdad is drinking and despondent. And he says, I just got fired. And he's like, they accused me of stealing company property. And I told them that I didn't. But then when they checked my car, there was $10,000 of equipment in my car. Mm. And Sean is like, fuck. And then at that moment, his mom comes in and is like, I got fucking fired too. (laughs) And they're like, what happened? She's like, there was a report that I assaulted a kid, but I didn't. And Sean's like, okay, um, I got to tell you guys something. So he is, like, going to tell them everything. So now Riley is walking down the street with her friend, you know, 10 paces behind her. And she turns down this very sort of, like, narrow-ish alley. But it's an alley where, like, there are stairs that go down to, like, other apartments kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And uh, she's walking, walking, walking. Kill! smashes her into a wall, smashes her head into the wall again, and throws her down the stairs and walks off. Shit. Well, luckily, Rumi was just 10 paces behind (laughs) and was able to see the whole thing. So she (laughs) looks over the railing and sees that Riley is, you know, dead on the ground or whatever on the ground. And presumably, Rumi calls the... calls. The doctors. The doctors? The doctors. Hello. (laughs) Hello, doctors. Uh, We have an emergency. Please bring one of your vehicles. Now, Sean and his family are packing up. And because he's like, we got to get out of here. Like, he knows knows where I live. We got to go. And Sean is then looking at the picture of the girl that he took. And he gets an idea. He goes into his brother's room who is inexplicably still playing video games. Like, the brother cannot be bothered. He is not packed. He has not pushed (laughs) pause. He is just chilling out, you know, playing video games. And he goes into... So he goes into his brother's room, and he's like, I'm going to use your computer. He says, do you still have that photo editing software on your computer? Conveniently, he still does. So he puts the picture into the computer, and he does a reverse color thing. Mm-hmm. Because he realizes that there's a little bit of the check image still on there. But if he reverses the color, though, I'm like, you used a flash because the flash is what allowed you to see that there was a girl there. So the flash would also illuminate the check that you were trying to take a picture of. But it's fine. 
just, you know, if you could just suspend once again, just remain suspended in the air. So he like reverses the color and he sees that there's a P.O. box address on there that's different than the address of the house where he knows he lives. And the P.O. box says P.O. box, blah, 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 Sandy, Oregon or whatever, wherever the fuck. So he walks over to a map of Oregon that's conveniently in his brother's room. And he looks at the map and he sees that there's a place called Sandy, Oregon. Mm -hmm. Kim, what what does he decide to do and what do you decide to do? I'm just going to go ahead and (laughs) take a nap in the orange bug. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, let's see. I think he's going to go to the P.O. box. Okay. And investigate further. Ugh. What do you do? I'm going to... Fuck. I guess I'll... What do I do? I'm going to take that information to my FBI pals. Two dinglings. It's a double ding kind of day. Mwahaha. Mwahaha. So uh, he begs his dad for the car again. He's like, I'll meet you at the hotel. And he sort of convinces him, but really just steals the car. Takes trucks. Takes the truck. What? Takes truck. Oh, he takes a truck. I'll meet you at the hotel. That's what I wrote. Okay. So now we're back at the stable and Kale is just doing some dishes. And we see that in the big farm-style sink, there are two plates, one spoon. Kale loses his mind. And he stands there, and he's like, like he's so mad. And he walks over to the cage, and he's so mad, and she just points at the floor. And we see that she's pointing at a spoon. Mm -hmm. So she's like basically saying, calm down, bro. You dropped the spoon. It's right there. Mm -hmm. I didn't try to steal it to fucking dig a, a hole in my cell although i'd like to although i'd like to uh scoop my eyeballs out right yep now. yep <laughs> that would be preferable <laughs> i i too was looking for a spoon while watching this <laughs> and so but he's still like salty about it so he picks up the spoon and then just goes no breakfast but once again this is david Tennant. so even that i had to rewind he's him saying good. no breakfast because i was just like you're just the best actor like you're just the best actor now we're back at the FBI. FBI lady is trying to do this. She's trying to fucking solve this shit. And she's talking to like her little uh, other FBI partner. And she's like, this is the same MO as that dude in Memphis and the same as that dude in Denver. And her little FBI friend is like, Christ, your trust fund phantom again. She's he's like, you got to find a hobby. And she's like, no, I really think this is him. And he says, you think Kale Ehrendreich is the Valkenberg kid all grown up? And she's like, yep, he likes Portland for some reason. And then he says, but your valet friend who gave you all this information, he's not credible. So now we have another flash of the horse murder that we saw in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And then we see that Kale wakes up from that nightmare Mm -hmm. 
and he looks really upset and he's holding a gun and he just looks like he's about to fucking blow like lose his mind and he walks over or kind of like stomps over to the cage and just points the gun at her just like really agitated and he's like out of order comes chaos i create the order i create the chaos not you not him and then yells something the subtitle said indistinct speech so i don't know what he yelled but he yelled a word and doesn't shoot her but just is all fucking riled up so now sean gets a call from the hospital because he was his girlfriend's emergency contact that plays out for me you seem confused by it but sure you were my emergency contact on a fuck ton of things i don't get the sense that they've been dating very long like i don't know that it would be like it would be like me having made like travis my emergency contact (laughs) back before i was dating like you weren't dating at all (laughs) you weren't in a relationship we were these people seem to be in a relationship they were it it was on facebook yeah it was on you're you know what you're right it was facebook (laughs) official what the fuck am i talking about (laughs) so he goes to the hospital and she's awake but she can't talk because she's got a bunch of shit in her mouth like she's intubated which i have to look this up nobody's going to care about me i don't believe they keep you conscious when you're intubated because it's incredibly painful but she's like awake and intubated but can't talk and so he's like telling her everything like he's like this is my fault because i fucking steal shit and i got in over my head and blah 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 and she's listening and then she picks up a notepad and she's writing something and she turns it to him and it says go away and i was like i mean you're not wrong like get out of here So he leaves. Sean calls Derek. Derek is walking into his house and he's got a bunch of iPhones as he walks into the house. And he's kind of like trying to juggle the phone and hold all the iPhones. And we see that he... (laughs) 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 Hashtag my life. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Well, we see that he... Kim used to only drop her phone. Kim used to be dropping her phone more often than her phone wasn't dropping. It was... (laughs) such a special time and it was just it's not over i'll tell you that much (laughs) but your phone's not currently cracked is it no i just learned to put things on top of it Ah, like like a gotcha it's not that it's dropping any less it's that the technology of keeping it from cracking has improved correct got it yeah so he doesn't drop it but he accidentally hits like video chat on his on his phone yeah and so as he's walking in Sean sees that he's got like a video chat request and he's like no I can't video with you I'm driving right now and Sean says video chat and as he says this Kale pops out of the closet with a baseball bat and hits him in the head he drops his phone and the iPhones go everywhere just (laughs) it's rain and iPhones okay you can see yourself I am I'm leaving right now so he fucking is hitting Derek friend in the head with this baseball bat and you know he's dropped his phone and all of the other phones and he's looking around Derek friend's room and he's like look at this squalor I don't even know what he sees in you you're beyond correction shoots him in the head and then puts the gun in his hand so it kind of looks sort of like a suicide all right I can tell you right now (laughs) 
you're not going to get this answer. Oh, great. But I look forward to trying. <laughs> yeah. But it was the one thing in the script where I was like, that was pretty smart. Except it was kind of just, yeah. What does Sean do? What do you do? So the phone was not hung up. Uh, okay. He accepts the video call. So okay. now I can see. Okay. Um, I don't know what he can see. Probably just the ceiling, I'm assuming. Okay. Unless there's something that I, I don't... I mean, I can't I can't see the pictures uh-huh. of the movie that you're talking about. No, so it's you can't? Entirely. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. You're so close. I mean, like, you're halfway there. I mean, he does that, and mm-hmm. then he... Because we're on video chat, he hmm. what does he do? Maybe maybe three way calls like the FBI lady or something, like someone to be like, watch Kale kill my friend. <laughs> okay. And what do you do? Oh fuck. I don't and you can be do fucking anymore. yeah. I mean, I'm what are you out. gonna do? <laughs> Take a nap. Like I'm so tired. <laughs> so many dumb things. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? Fuck. I I really cared at first, and I've slowly stopped caring. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I hear you, girl. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna okay I guess I still want to save that girl I mean do we now it's like everyone else is dead too like my family's shit well they're not dead they just went dead but But your soul is dead my my soul is dead (laughs) all right I'm all right. I feel like let's see. I know that Kale is there because of my video chat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go there to Derek's house. To Derek's house. And I'm going to, well, no, that seems like I'll die. <laughs> but <laughs> I just want to get rid of kale yeah. i'm so over him me too he's really like exhausting exhausting yeah it's really just like like ruining my vibes yeah man yeah good vibes I'd only like to get rid of him okay but he seems better at things than i am all right what's my goal again <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Why am I here? All right. You you have an overactive hero complex. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And I've exhausted it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I just, okay, well, you know what? You're Kim. All my people are gone. Yeah. What are you, I'm Kim, going to take do? my family and all the stuff that we have that equals money mm-hmm. and like go back to Ireland. 
that's one and a half dings yeah bitch let's just go honestly like, Bye. like you're dead you just got murdered yeah. and then she, my girlfriend's dead or yeah. whatever her, whatever the she fuck wants me to go away. She, yeah she, <laughs> she wants me to go all right so <laughs> here here's where you got a half a point so this was smart so sean accepts the video chat and then starts screaming like yelling like ah, ah derek derek Kale hears it and is like, where is that coming from? Picks up the phone, looks at it. Screenshot. Okay. So now he has a picture of Kale in Derek's home. So Mm -hmm. he's like, one more thing I can take to the FBI. So Kale loses his mind and like smashes the phone. Yeah, smart. Uh, So when you said video, except the video chat, I was like, oh, nice. She's almost there. So... Sean is now in the truck and he's calling the police and the police are like, we've actually already had multiple calls about that residence. Sean gets to Derek's house and cops are there and the news is there. Cause I guess, you know, neighbors heard a kerfuffle and a gunshot. Right. Sean then goes up to one of the cops and he says, I have a picture of the guy that did this want to see and the cop is like have a seat on the curb i'm like who are these police officers like you literally have someone like giving you pictures addresses information whatever because like if the cop had just said how do you have that picture Mm -hmm. he would have said let me explain to you how i have this picture case closed problem solved so cop brushes him off so sean decides to go to kale's house that we've been to He goes in through the window, which magically Kale did not fix. And he goes back into the office and he goes to the computer and he starts looking around for passwords of things. And he looks all over the house for something and he finds it. He finds keys to the Maserati. I I guess Kale took a different car than the Maserati. He probably did take a different car. He had that other car. car. So he gets in the passenger seat of the The Maserati less conspicuous car right gets in the passenger seat of the maserati he scrolls through the dashboard you know the little computer thing where you can put home find sandy oregon sandy there you go yeah Mm -hmm. nice job and he takes a pic of where the pin is dropped on his phone Uh because it's it's just a a map of wilderness it's like a pin drop in the middle of nowhere like it's basically like longitude and latitude because it's in the middle of nowhere So he takes that pick and then goes back into the house when all of a sudden all the lights come on in the house. The TV goes on. The espresso machine goes on. Everything goes on. The toaster whirs up. The oven goes on. Everything. He tries to leave. All the doors lock. Lights off. Beeping noise. Mm -hmm. He looks over. He opens a cabinet. There's a fucking bomb in there. Whoa. With 35 seconds left. Shit. Kim, what does he do? What do you do? I mean, stay in the house till blows up. Just give me sweet, sweet death at this point. <laughs> just kidding. All right, I'm gonna stay alive. Um, okay, Kim chose sweet, sweet, sweet death. <laughs> okay, thirty-five seconds. I'm going to give you one more clue. Yes, I told you all the doors locked, but please suspend your disbelief and continue spinning in your aerial swing up in the air. Cool. I'm going to 
hit the garage door key opener on the Maser in that's inside the Maserati. Yep. And run out through there. And so is he. Yep. Sweet. Kale's got all the shit keyed up except for the garage. Right. So he actually goes into the garage, gets in the Maserati, and the fucking door is opening like so, so, so <laughs> slow. And of course he gets out like right as the whole house blows up. So now we're back at the stable and Kale has just showered. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's looking in the mirror over the sink. Right. Mm -hmm. Then he bends down so we can't see him anymore. And when he comes back up, his hair is curly. Okay. He had sort of straight David Tennant hair. Right. Bends down. Hair is curly. Okay. Straight hair. Bends down for one second. Hair is curly. Okay. Is it a wig? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> Hair is curly. So. Just a quick perm? Yep. Just a quick, quick perm. Uh, <laughs> so, spoiler alert. This is a movie about a warlock who his power is changing his hair. And he's starting a hair salon. Yep, starting a hair salon. So Hey, uh, who needs a quick perm? Hey. So Sean is driving to Sandy in the Maserati. Kale is on the phone and he's having money wired to him by some, by his money wiring person. Right. And the money wiring person has clearly known Kale for a long time because he says, Really? You want me to wire that much to this place? And he's like, Yeah, do it. And money wiring guy is like, you know, your parents wanted me to. And he's like, those people don't exist. I shouldn't have to correct you. Click. All right. So now we're back at the FBI and the FBI is running face stuff on Sean's pick. So he did give the picture to the FBI at some point. I don't believe we saw that scene. I don't think. But I could have also just been taking a nap in the orange bug. I'm not right, sure. Right, right. So... <laughs> <laughs> So now we're in the woods and Kale is uncovering a secret car in the woods and he's also opening up a giant pit like it's got like a slidey door and it's like a really deep sure, sure, sure. pit and he's shoveling some white stuff into it. Uh -oh. I am supposed to know that that white stuff is lie. Why? I thought it was lie. How? I don't know. I just assumed. Did you really? Are you shitting me? I'm How not. did you? Why did you think it was lie? Because it just seemed like the next step. Okay, well, then I have a question for you about lie in a, in a moment's time. Great. Girl, we're almost done. Don't worry. <laughs> Since I'm an expert on lie. Well, apparently you are. You're like, oh, it was lie. <laughs> I describe he's shoveling white stuff in. Lie? Okay. It just seemed like the next step. Apparently. I, I, I don't know anyone else in my life who is more of an expert on lie than what <laughs> you just demonstrated to me. So it's... <laughs> You're as good of a person to ask about the properties of lie as anybody in my life. <laughs> yeah, lay it on me. Yeah. So, all right. So now Sean is pulling up in the Maserati, but it's a big security gate. So it's like a big security gate and then just woods. Because obviously it's like, it's kind of like where uh, where Laurie Strode and lived. Yeah. Current 2018 the, Halloween. Exactly. No trespassing. No trespassing. Sean is trying to trespass. And he's like, fuck, the security gate is locked. But he's like, ah, the bolt cutters under the seat. So he Great. takes the bolt cutters out, <laughs> goes up to the gate. Oops, there's no bolts to cut. It's too thick. These won't work. The end. Fuck. So he decides to crawl through the gate and leave the car. 
so he he as a human could crawl through the gate but he wanted to bring the car with him because you know those maseratis they're great in the snow right really great traction i know snowing but sounds good yeah so now the fbi is looking at a map i guess maybe sean also sent them the p.o box address i guess but again that happened during my nap time so i don't recall And they're looking at the land and they're like, this land is all federal land except for this one part that's owned by the Valkenberg Family Trust. And so all the FBI are like, code three, call the judge, get a warrant. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Mm -hmm. So now Sean is in the woods and he's traipsing through the woods looking for the residence, the stable house, looking all around, pulls out the picture of the map to see if he can figure out where the fuck he is. Now we're back in the... He's going to latitude and longitude He's going to latitude and longitude himself there. Yes. Cool. cool, cool, cool. So now we're in the car with the FBI people. And this is where we get a little bit of a history story dump. Great. So Lady FBI says the Valkenbergs had prized horses. And Dad was obsessed with his prized horses. I bet he was. Super obsessed. And the young boy, Kale, was mad that his name was Kale. Oh, yep. <laughs> You've seen this movie? That's, that's the only thing. So uh, that gets funny in one second. So uh, the, he, uh, Kale wanted to impress his trainer because his dad wanted to turn him into a horseman. Of course. And he was 14 and she was in her 20s. And he wanted to impress his trainer by breaking a colt that wasn't ready. He ended up killing the horse. The trainer threatened to tell dad, so he killed her. Whoa. So FBI dude says to FBI lady, because FBI lady is the one who knew this whole story, and FBI dude says, so now instead of breaking horses, finish the line. He's breaking people. It's exactly what she says. Great. Um, mwahaha. Mwahaha. So, <laughs> so Sean is, we're back with Sean. He's running through the woods. He's so, uh, like, lay it on. Why him. isn't he in jail? If the FBI knows this fact, he was 14. Oh, okay. He maybe got out. Yeah. So, Sean is running through the woods. He finds the stable and he sees a window and he holds his phone but so like this whole time i'm sorry i keep interrupting I mean, but like this whole time kale vanderbeek <laughs> has been member no well, known to the fbi well remember his name is kale aaron drake oh. not vulcanberg oh. so i guess he changed his name smooth yep got it okay yeah all right so can can I can we head back to the woods? Yeah. They're great. All right. So let's head back to the woods. He holds his phone up to the window, right? Who's he? Sean. Sean. And click, click, click. Starts taking pictures and then looks at the pictures he took. Uh, they were perfectly framed, no obstruction photos of kidnapped girl. He is a photographer. Right. <laughs> um, then I guess he pulls some things over so that he can look in with his eyeballs which is, I don't know why he didn't do that in the first place. Maybe he wanted evidence. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. So he goes over and they're looking at each other through the window. And he's like, I found her. And we get the Celtic adventure music again. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. And she screams, 
look out and as she screams it she gets shocked backwards and sean gets hit in the head with a shovel it's kale uh, sean's knocked out okay mm-hmm. now we're with kale and kale is bringing the girl out into the snow towards the pit mm-hmm. and she's like just let me starve just lock me back up and he says that would be inelegant and then he yells back to the house wake up sean and he says kale says to the girl i'm gonna set you free standing her next to the pit sean then wakes up i wrote why is kale's hair curly now <laughs> and sean says take me instead was it wet when it came back up curly but wet both times i was wet both St- times straight straight wet curly, curly wet, wet. Oh, now okay. curly dry i was like to be fair if i have straight hair and i wet it it's immediately curly but in a matter of milliseconds yeah okay all right well apparently kim's a warlock as well but not when it's wet to wet it's wet to wet That's and curly now to curly it's yeah it's, gotta go it's right away he's got magic hair <laughs> it gets more confusing don't worry not less <laughs> so sean says take me instead kale says it's not an either or I'm going to do her and you'll watch. Not do, but like whatever the fuck he does. I'm going to do her and you'll watch and then I'll watch you. And he's like, open your eyes, Sean, or I'll kneecap her. I don't know if that's a thing. (laughs) Did he say that? Yeah. I'll I'll kneecap her. And he's pointing the gun at her. And (sighs) Kale... <laughs> Catherine just fell yeah. telling her own story. Yeah. And Kale opens his eyes and the girl yells from the pit, Kale, no. And then Kale says, Who the fuck is Kale? And I'm like, It's you. Aren't you Kale? Is this where we learn about the curly hair? Maybe some questions will be answered. So then he shoots her. And she falls into the pit. Sweet. <laughs> sure. Sure, 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 sure. Let's go. Let's do this. I just, I'm not getting a full picture. Sure. Nor am I. And I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> She's outside in front of the pit. Yes. He's standing between her and Sean, who's sitting Where on, is the, Sean? on like the porch of his stable. The porch. Okay. okay. And is he like tied up or anything? I think he's got some some of these some of these hand handy deals handcuffs. Handy I think things. he look he appears to be kind of moving hands his hands tied. as if his hands are okay. tied. And she yells, "Kale, no!" And then who we know as Kale says, "Who the fuck is Kale?" Okay. Everybody is about twenty paces from each other. Got it. Okay. So then he shoots her. She falls into the pit. Here come the cops. Yay. Well, they get to the gate and they're like, where's that warrant from the judge? <sighs> they can't get in without a warrant. So back at the pit, we look they down. Didn't, they didn't hear that gunshot. They did not hear that gunshot. Did they hear that gunshot? They heard- that would be reasonable to go in. Ah, then. That no, would be reason no, to go in. They did not hear that gunshot. They did not hear that gunshot. You'll see my confusion in a second. So back at the pit, I realized this is a horse pit because that's actually how you have to bury horses is like you can't you have to dig the pit, put them by it, and then they have to fall in. It's awful. That's what my mom had to do. She had to like, it's terrible. It's really upsetting. But because they're so big, right, that, right. you know, 
So she's dead. And then he's Kale, not Kale, is saying to Sean, you get to keep your skin or at least until the lie takes hold. So that's where I learned it was lie. Mm -hmm. And then he's talking to Kale and he goes through his whole diabolical plan because he's a bad guy. He's got to tell everybody, you know, what his plan was. And he's like, for a minute there, you had me worried. That screenshot was inspired. (sighs) You uh, but must be inconclusive or the FBI would be here. I see you came here yourself armed with bolt cutters. Thank you for returning those, by the way. You know I loathe disorder. Mm-hmm. Geostar! Geostar. Um, so now we're back at the pit, and the girl opens her eyes. Mm-hmm. Now the FBI is looking for... Now the So this is Kale talking. FBI is looking for her real killer, you. That's the narrative I'm concocting. So he's planning on framing mm-hmm. what you might call it back in the pit we see that she gets up and she starts to climb out the walls which loosens up the dirt along the walls and it's dozens of bodies being uncovered Uh. just bodies everywhere so sean is like they'll never where where did she get shot looked like it grazed her head so it like could have knocked her out but not killed her so then sean is like they'll never believe that and kale says you have no idea how rich i am so back in the pit, she's using the bones as a ladder to climb up out of the pit. Smart. And Kale is going into more detail about his diabolical plan. I planted a letter of confession on your hard drive. And I wrote David Tennant making the best of a bad script. <laughs> and Sean is c- kind of trying to keep him distracted because then we see that the girl has climbed up out of the pit. And David Tennant is distracted. Kale is being distracted by being a bad guy. She gets out. And Kale says to Sean, after going through his whole plan, what did you think you were going to accomplish? And Sean says, I just did. Shovel to the head. The girl hit him in the head with a shovel. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at Sean. And this is, my, this is the best line in the movie. She looks at him. And she goes, that is how you fucking save somebody. <laughs> yeah, so she's queen. like, follow through. So then she's like, we have to get out of here. And I'm also covered in lie. Doesn't lie burn you? I was you? going to just ask that. I was like, so didn't the pit that she fell in, wasn't that already in lie? So then she didn't she have Wouldn't lie it, all over herself? Yes. But and at one point he's like, or until the lie takes hold. And I'm like, does it take? I'm pretty sure lie burns immediately. Suspend your disbelief. S- spin about in your aerial I mean, swing. I'm a professional liar. Yep. Oh. Ah. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a scientist about lie. Right. And I don't know the answer. Great. Cool. 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 <laughs> we'll post more than that. I don't think Geostorm knows either. All so. I know is um, that it looks like white powder. Yeah. Cool. So. And burns skinish. So. You know what? Mm-hmm. We're almost there, Burns. Let's let's barrel through. <laughs> Power through. Power through. So, so she's covered in lie. Sean goes to hit him with the shovel while he's down. Okay. Because he's knocked out and he's like, I'm going to hit him again for good measure. Well, I agree with you there. Yeah. But he quickly rolls over. You know our rule. Uh, stab forever. Stab forever. Yeah. Quickly rolls over, shoots the shovel out of his hand. So they start running. Kale is chasing. Sean falls and the girl helps him up. Like, I'm like, Sean, just get out of here, get man. Get together, like, bro. I can't. Like, I just can't. And I'm just like, this bitch is a queen. She's the best. Well, that shot of the, him shooting the shovel out of his hand. Yep. Yeah, I did hear that. 
And Lady FBI says probable cause. And so now they can go in. This is confusing. Sean sees an axe in a log. And remember before we saw like his stepdad teaching his son how to axe Mm. things. Okay. I I don't, but sure. Sure. So he pulls the axe out of the stump, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So in my head, great. He's armed with an axe now. Kale is now looking for Sean. Kale sees the girl. She comes out from behind a tree and turns and just stares at him. And Kale is aiming the gun. Well, she was bait because Sean comes up behind him and hits him with the axe. But then I go, is that not an axe? Because he's just hitting him and not and Kale isn't being chopped. Right. (laughs) Right. So like he's hitting him over and over again, but he remains. He's not stabbing. He's not chopping him. He remains intact as a whole. Right. So I'm like, did the blade become detached? Did he only pull off the wood part or but why would just hit him with a stick then? Why did we need to see this? Geostorm. (laughs) So he's hitting him, hitting him, hitting him, hitting him again, knocks him out. He's out cold. The girl and Sean are standing over him. And the girl says, it's not enough. It's not enough. Referring to like him being knocked out. Kim, Mm -hmm. what what is enough for her and what is enough for you? We're at the finish line, baby. So are they holding an axe? No, it doesn't appear to be an axe. (laughs) It appears to be a stick that once was an axe. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I mean, because enough would be stabbed forever, but unless there's not a pointy part. There's no pointy part. (laughs) There's no fucking pointy part. So what would be be her ultimate revenge? Oh, God. To do whatever you do to a horse, I guess, and whatever that means. I'm going to take the gun and shoot him in the head. And then again... Until there's no more bullets, because I can't stand this anymore. Yes. So she, so yeah. So now we're back at the She's going to lock him up and train him and then ride him around like a pony. Yep. You have seen this movie. <laughs> so now we're back at the stable. The FBI has arrived and girl and Sean are, you know, limping back uh-huh. or limping around. Limp, they're there. Just, I don't know. <laughs> just hanging out, just limping, limping around. So the FBI goes into the stable, and he's all chained up in the chair like she was. Mm-hmm. The end. Is that the end? Yeah, it's the end. Good. Good night. Good goodbye. <laughs> it was so. Here's the lesson I learned, Kim. What's that? David Tennant will do his best but he cannot save all movies (laughs) he was completely enjoyable because i'm not getting any of david Tennant. no offense to you no i hear you i hear you because we're an audio situation i hear you and like i it really was a clinic in acting like uh, in all seriousness because not every script you get is going to be a good script right and so seeing how he made shit work incredibly incredibly impressive incredibly impressive yeah let me total up your points and then we'll go take a nap i think i'm dead i don't think i made it (laughs) no you you made it i didn't stay alive you did all right 
I'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Katrin and Cam from Kim Cat Stay Alive, maybe. And we want to tell you about a brand new way to listen to our podcast. It's called Podcoin. What's that, Katrin? Well, it's a free app that you can download on your iPhone or Android, and you just listen to podcasts exactly the same way you're doing right now, except you get paid to do it. I like getting paid, as do I. So what you can do is for the amount of time that you listen, you earn pod coins and you can then trade those pod coins in for things like Amazon gift cards or Starbucks gift cards, which is what I will be using mine for. Or you can donate to charity, which is what I'll be doing because I'm a better person than you. That is true. So how do they do it, Kim? Just download it and then put in our code, stay alive, capital S, capital A. Yeah. And you'll get 300 points just by joining. Yeah. So that's it. Get Podcoin and stay alive. Woo! Okay, Ms. Burns. Yes. You got a really good score. So you got six out of nine dead or alive, wow. by the way. I mean. Yeah. Super impressive. That's the best I've ever done there. Yeah. Six out of nine dead or alive. 17 and a half out of 22 in the questions plus two bonus points. So 19 Woo. and a half. So you got 23 out of 31 plus two. So 25 out of 31. Mwahaha. Mwahaha. So Yay. great job. Well, I mean, that's probably the highest score I've ever gotten. So that's good. This has been Kim and Kat. Stay alive. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> so until Monday, stay alive. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Geostorm!